is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to save burn free. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 97.3 My wanna walk a modern no erratic my one son My wanna walk a modern no erratic my one son My wanna walk a modern no erratic my one son My wanna walk a modern no erratic my one son This way, umuna me demi ramasha. Aji kwa jimio. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. The city breakfast show. Rise above the noise. is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation.
City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Twenty-four minutes past six. Esther Smith with a song to welcome you to the Thursday show. This is the City Breakfast Show hashtag CTCBS. From now till ten, we bring you the best on morning radio. Don't forget, this is the Heritage Month. Starting off with Business Sense, brought to you by ADB. There's newspaper review. Business news and sports are on a series this morning. We're going into the Volta region as we bring you some interesting highlights of Ghana's history and heritage. Three keys to your capacity you need to be aware, self awareness, know what you're good at, know your limitations. The second one is giftedness. Men of capacity are men of gifts. Number three, you need to make a choice. It's not enough to be aware. It's not enough to be gifted. You must make a choice to make a difference. It's a decision you must make that you will not live an ordinary life, that you will not live just for yourself. You will not live just for the now, but for the next generation. So you need to be aware, self-aware, emotionally aware. You need to hone in on your gift because he gave gifts to men and women everybody has some gift but the key to capacity is choice you have to decide to expand your horizon you have to make a choice to make a difference it doesn't happen by accident you can fail by accident but you can't stumble into success even if you did you can't sustain that which you stumble into businesses brought to you by adb Great news for those who need a loan to take care of their pressing needs. A new loan is up from ADB. It's called the Personal Loan Top Up. You need to have had a 12-month or more facility. Call us on 059-384-4898. Let's talk about reducing your interest rate, extending your repayment period, and giving you a better deal than you got on the first attempt. ADB truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with a hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. on Thursday the 9th of March getting into the newspaper review brought to you by Total Energies at Total Energies we continuously innovate that is why we have redesigned our lubricant bottle into a molding and premium pack now the new bottle is user friendly with big side handle makes it easy to carry and pour a redesigned cap to avoid leaks a new label inspired by a card dashboard with a QR code it's performance at first sight quartz keep your engine younger for much much longer Richard Caravan moves from the Bruno region into the western region, through the western north today. It's been an amazing trip so far. Yesterday was spent through the Molin National Park as they made that long drive through the western corridor. The much talked about Fufusu Sola Road was on the agenda. You'll hear more from them later today. And of course, we have Heritage on SCU's Kukudakwankra this morning. We trace the route from Ketu Ngotie all the way to Keta. Kukudakwankra is my guest from 9.30 as we get through that as well. And let me say good morning to the two gentlemen. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, what, what is it? Oh, wh- why are you... <laughs> Can I just despoil it? Good morning. Yeah, there's nothing good about it. Don't do that. Okay, let me wish somebody happy birthday. Yes, you will. You are going about this thing. I'm not happy. (laughs) There's everything good about the morning. Okay. The fact that we are alive, you Mm. know, you can eat KK if you like. You know, everything's going well. Let me wish happy 50th birthday to Georgina Sarifiagbenu. She's a senior manager, corporate communications, MTN Ghana. Mm. Her team has been sending him this message. They've been planning this book. I don't know. For a very long time. Charlie, man, they do something. Hey, Bernard, on Charlie. So this one is coming in from the whole team at MTN. Okay. Georgina is an amazing leader in that space. Mm-hmm. And they say, may God bless her. Her life be filled with love, laughter, and all the things that will bring her joy. And may her 50th bring new opportunities, new experiences from the corporate communications team, mm-hmm. from her husband, from the children, from the family, from everybody. Georgina Asari Fiagbenu, wow. Senior Manager, Corporate Communications, MTN. She's hit the big 5 Powerful. The big, so that's something good about the money. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. celebrate. There's some good yeah, things yeah, about yeah. the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, she's a powerful woman. Yeah. Coming a day after International yeah. Women's Day. You can day. decide to also go and buy Kinky and eat. 
just hot kinky to ginger the system. There's no there's no law against that. You can kinky and pepper. These days you never know. <laughs> anyway, you can do anything you want. So challenge can you? Yeah. You can you can eat kinky this morning too. <laughs> ginger and pepper. But if you decide to ignore the things that happen in our politics, you'll be a very happy person. <laughs> and then you, there's nobody forcing you to discuss politics. Yeah, yeah but you cannot <laughs> ignore it. You can even affects you. You can talk about anything. Football. No, those, <laughs> the, remember, remember I you can even talk about homework that they are giving too much homework these days. <laughs> that <laughs> the homework they are giving the homework to their parents. Better. In fact, I will tell you something. We went to our children's school mm-hmm. and we did a tag of war: parents versus teachers. Okay. Okay. And the homework was and the children said, if the parents win, uh-huh. we should tell the teachers that they shouldn't give homework again. Amen. That's the that's what they told us yes. to tell their teachers. The homework uh-huh. does have to too much. Part of the homework. Uh-huh. As if they are testing us. We already passed our exams. We don't need to prove anything. <laughs> Six, seven. Ah! Just they, they are suffering the, the rest of all <laughs> is Friday. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Then they will add a homework journal that, that you have to sign. You can't carry the bag. It includes Saturday and Sunday. You me can't nah, carry the bag. I pay my child. Me yeah. now nah, pay my school fees. <laughs> now nah, you want to examine me. <laughs> you have to be a teacher. Me, I pass economics. <laughs> but you are suffering with our world, our people. I pass, <laughs> I pass BC. I pass WASI, I pass university, I yeah. pass masters. Uh-huh. So why are you stressing me with this? I want our people. Charlie, you will suffer. They say it's called OWAP. Uh, you will suffer, Papa. And they bore pass. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. the worst part, they say they give project work. Uh, that you have to deliver it or yeah. something. You have to make presentation. Charlie. Yeah, they can't make presentation. Very, very, very early in the day. Teachers, I want to advocate increase in salary for you. Yeah. So you have to be, you have to behave properly. With the homework. I want to dedicate a week for teachers. Yes. That government. But if they continue with this homework thing. <laughs> <laughs> the advocacy will die. I will change my mind. Because we'll be too busy doing homework. <laughs> I want to really advocate that they should increase teacher salary. Yes, it's important. It's one of the things I want to do this month. Yes, yes. It's but the way the homework is going, it's, it's not helping the course. I may change my mind. Let me take you to the front page of the Daily Graphic, Bernard. There's a lot of homework on the front page of that paper. Uh-huh. Together with the amount crisis, this okay. is the president okay. speaking uh, to the nation. You know, they're having economic discourse and discourse. Yes. And see how team is at this part. Hey, Atu. Atu. Hey, Atu. Hey, Atu. And look at the speaker. He's looking on his lap. Number three. He says, I am number three. But why is the speaker looking at the president and the majority leader looking at the minority leader? Because the speaker is looking at the president. He says, I am number three. The photographer has to explain. Explain. But it's a really good photo. I like it. Samuel Te Adano is the photographer. Very, very good picture this morning. Yeah. It says a lot. I'm telling you. It says a lot. Yes. Okay, let me take you to the Chronicle. Uh, the big story says, I've not been reckless in borrowing. The mm. president is quoted here, and he's on the front page. Mm. A photograph of him. Also, armed robber escapes from custody after attacking pregnant woman. And uh, also on the front page this morning, the economy is in tatters. Mm-hmm. That is the true state of the nation address. The minority leader, okay, Kessel Atufosen, is here making mm-hmm. that claim. Mm-hmm. Front page of the Daybreak newspaper. Mm-hmm. Amisha Dai mm-hmm. runs to media to prolong retirement. This is Reverend Dr. Amisha mm-hmm. Dai Usuamwa, the boss of Ghana Revenue I Authority. Can't catch a break. Yeah, a lot of these people have been chasing him on his age and retirement. He said, "Who he retired?" Yeah. Yeah. The hasn't come. The Enquista dedicates his front page to him. Yeah, yes. we didn't chop funds. Kufado class air. Tampulik also is clearing the air over a 200 Ghana CD award price. Okay. okay, yes, 
200 CD award. Mm. Okay, Ghanaian Times. Let me take you to the Ghanaian Times. The big story says, at 2023 Sona, government not reckless in borrowing. President dismisses minorities' uh, claim. Also, something here. We've not misapplied COVID-19 funds. The president is quoted. Again, the president didn't uh, present real state of the nation address. The minority is hitting back at the president. And Ghana joins world to mark International Women's Day. Front page of the BNFT, finally, from me, Bernard. Significant progress made in external debt negotiations. This is coming from the president. That's good news. Uh, government set T-bill rates at lowly 15% mm. in cost-cutting move mm-hmm. and policy to reduce over $10 billion worth of imports ready. Okay. Let me take you to the new crusading guide. 2023 SONA government committed to reviving the economy. Akufuado, the president, is quoted. Also, let's support EC to deliver effectively, Paul Chumberema, to Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. And CDS Africa condemns military brutalities inside Ashaiman and three community mining schemes to be commissioned by end of the year. Moving online, I'm disappointed the president over no timelines for vaccine. This is a candor. Also, 150 Ashaiman residents released. NDC directs MPs to suspend campaigns to shoot down EC's new CI. And Intudanso says Ashaiman soup is indisciplined to blame for such outcomes. Still on the City Newsroom website. More stories. We've built more rules than any government in the Fourth Republic claims the president. Shortage of childhood vaccines. Worrying. Same same attribution. The president. And uh, gold for oil policy already bearing fruit, according to the president. Meanwhile, City Business News. So now full of hopelessness. Importers and exporters association are crying. Meanwhile, CPA threatens legal action to demand favorable tariff prices. This is Kofi Capito emerging from the ashes. My journal, Ashaman, military brutality, dehumanizing, condemnable and unacceptable. This is Shraj. Also, man dies in police custody in Ashanti region. Family cries foul. Meanwhile, Adongo says it's obvious Akufado could not manage the economy even without COVID-19. And then International Women's Day, I am here for you. Speaker assures <laughs> women. Global stories, Russia, airstrikes hit cities across Ukraine. This is the BBC's lead story. There's a question girlfriend can answer. Why do Chinese billionaires keep vanishing? It's a story here, and his, his people can address for us this morning. CNN has a very interesting headline. The, the White House is lashing out at a TV host on Fox News mm-hmm. in what is described as an extraordinary rebuke. So, Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. had made light of the storming of the Capitol mm-hmm. by some supporters of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And the White House, so it's almost like the, 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 the main uh, spokesperson for the president, mm-hmm. has attacked the host of the show mm-hmm. yesterday and the Sinkupa took him to yeah so Kasutaka Ka- Ka- is a very popular host on Fox News yeah. and it looks like this this issue is not ending anytime soon a couple of stories from Nigeria the INEC has postponed their governorship elections and the House of Poll Assembly over a court action over the so-called beavers mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah that's the main story in East Africa South Sudan president has fired their foreign minister for what that's worth and then reuters is also talking about the russian missile strikes in ukraine mm-hmm. as battle rages in a place called bakhmut mm-hmm. bakhmut mm-hmm. so this russia thing is not ending anytime soon yeah mm. well let okay. me take you to the precedents then on the front page of the daily graphic but the main details are on page three mm-hmm. of the paper 
-huh. And the president has recounted uh, various interventions by the government in the health, economic, educational, security, and livelihood sectors. Mm -hmm. So on COVID-19 funds, for instance, responding to claims in recent times by the minority that the government was reckless with COVID-19 funds, the president noted that the economic fallout from the pandemic was so widespread and long-lasting that it was important to demonstrate that the funds were not misused. He gave an assurance that nothing onto what had been done with the funds and that the responses from the Ministers of Health and Finance had sufficiently laid to rest queries from the Auditor General's report. He gave a breakdown of the usage of funds to include 518 million Ghana cities of grants and loans to micro, small and medium enterprises through the Ghana Enterprise Agency, through which 302,515 enterprises, out of which 60% were women-owned, benefited. On debts and loans, the President said beyond the use of COVID-19 funds, there were legitimate questions on how the country's debt situation got where it was. Providing an explanation, he indicated that the government had not been reckless in borrowing and spending and noted that the debts being serviced were not contracted only during the period of his administration. He said the government had spent the money on building roads, bridges and schools to train young people and equip them to face a competitive world. On infrastructure, he explained that beyond the construction of roads, administration had implemented the national ID system with the Ghana card being the most sought-after identification system, constructed more railways than any other government in the Fourth Republic and established the Zongo Development Fund. He also mentioned the EVAT and then also uh, commented on Ghana's conversations with the IMF. Okay, so let me take you to the minority's reaction. This is contained um, in the Ghanaian Times, for instance. Page 11 of the paper says, President didn't present real state of the nation address and julius yalpetichi and jonathan donko reporting for the ghanaian times and they say that the minority in parliament claimed yesterday that president anadu danko kufuado did not account to the nation on the true state of the ghanaian economy now according to the minority the account by the president did not reflect the realities of ghanaians at a time their living conditions were worsening now the president kufuado in his message despite acknowledging the difficulties the economy finds itself in touted the government for delivering on his mandate to make the living conditions of Ghanaians much better. Mm -hmm. Now, the president said the government had been prudent in the utilization of resources available to it in the areas of roads, health, transportation, communication, the fight against corruption, amongst others. But the minority said the uh, scorecard of the president after six years in office had been quote-unquote excruciating hardship mm -hmm. for Ghanaians and that the hardship had been caused by the unbridled borrowing and mismanagement by the government. More in this yeah i'm sure as we do the show you get more angles there are comments around exactly. the vaccine lack, lack of timelines issues that were raised that shaman story is also in the news bloody mm -hmm. mentioned and so is blaming indiscipline for what happened Mm. at Ashaiman, mm. Dean of the Ghana Forces Command and Staff Colleague Professor Vladimir Chidansu has in part blamed the general disobedience of Ghanaians for the frequent military brutality meted out to civilians. Mm. Speaking on the back of Tuesday Donsu conducted by some personnel from the armed forces, he said there has been a recent rise in the cases of indiscipline in the country. In an interview on Point Blank, the security analyst said the circumstances under which the military storm Ashaiman was questionable but understanding because it's only when the police are overwhelmed that the military will be called in to do what they did what so he was calling for he was basically blaming police um oh, lack oh. of resources my my, of, my old supervisor please yes. professor, he says we have to look at equipping oh. the police so that when these this is happen, not what he thought yeah, I, I sat in his class you shouldn't be talking like that well, yeah, I, I sat in his class. but i also said that i not what he thought let, let me go on. Let me read the whole thing. Uh, what we also have to look at is the very fact of indiscipline. So, if I spoke about police lack of resources, but I'm saying about about in his class. this is not what he taught. And uh, I'm, looking, I mean, I'm he, looking for everything he said. Has he changed what he has no, been teaching? No, hold on. The guy spoke for like 10 minutes uh -huh. and they've 
chosen an angle to use. So okay. maybe they didn't focus on the other issues. Because I read he some other reports said that of there's what so much did. disregard for the constitution mm -hmm. such that matters get hardly reported to the police of late and that when such things happen, the outcome is substantial instances of brutality committed by security personnel all around the country. If we want to prevent this, then let our society be a constitutional state where we know our rights and our obligations. Did he condemn what happened? I, I don't know. I mean, you, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm reading what is a man of anyway. size and stature. No, I mean, okay. what I'm saying is that uh, okay. he's reporting what he said. So. Somebody is reporting okay. the angle he wants. Okay. There are still two more stories here. Okay. The other one is still on the same website. 150 people have been released. Mm -hmm. This is from the citynewsroom.com. So the MP has updated that 150 out of the 185. 84 individuals arrested by the military in the soup in Ashaiman mm -hmm. have been released. Now, the MP who confirmed seeing the released persons added that the remaining 30 are still being held in mm -hmm. military custody. So, okay. they haven't been even sent to the police yet. Okay, Bennett. Then, the last one on this, just a quick one, okay. then you come in. Ashaiman brutality is dehumanizing, condemnable, and unacceptable. So, All this right. is trash. Yes. So, this one, they didn't mean words at all. This is my journal online. Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice has condemned last Tuesday's military exercise at uh, part of a shaman uh, reacting to the incident, Joseph Wittal, Commissioner of Shraj, told Joint News Blessed Soga that the exercise does not pass the test for an intelligence led operation mm -hmm. while adding that the military acted wrongly mm -hmm. uh, because of their personal interest. They come to a shaman and take over the law and do what they want. Mm -hmm. I completely condemn it. Mm -hmm. It is degrading and yes. dehumanizing treatment to put such persons who are going to work, arrest them, make them do press ups in the mud, sit down with their clothing removed apart from some briefs this is completely unacceptable and this is exacted by the army of ghana mm -hmm. it's completely unacceptable mm -hmm. the commissioner exclaimed on the sidelines of the ghana eu dialogue at the ministry of foreign affairs and regional integration in accra he added that any defense of it by any leadership of the military is misplaced support mm -hmm. we call we need to call what is wrong wrong yes. and this is completely wrong when asked about the fears of reprisal from aggrieved residents, Mr. Witter noted that the military still have weapons that they can always apply. So he sort of said that was not a way to go. The community of Ashaman should hold themselves and allow lawful bodies like the police to investigate and take the right steps. This is what you expect from a Shraj Exactly. So, <clears throat> so let's move on. Let me, um, let me say though that the CDS Africa has also condemned the military <clears throat> brutalities as a Shaiman. Let me just give you the first two paragraphs of mm. the story. The Center for Democracy and Socio-Economic Development Africa has condemned the brutalities meted out to some residents of Ashaiman by some military officers at Ashaiman this week. A statement signed by Edna Asante, Assistant Programs Officer at CDS Africa, condemned the act and called for full-scale investigations into the issue. The details of that in the new Crusading Guide, page 3. Let me tell you about T-bills. We are all looking for money. Page 2 of uh, the BNFT says that the government will attempt to drive interest rates of key money market instruments, particularly treasury bills across the 91,182 and 364 day tenants to as low as 15%. An aggressive move to reduce this cost of borrowing by taking advantage of the high demand environment for short term maturities. A market actor who pleaded anonymity due to the subject's sensitive nature has hinted, quote, I've been told by a source that if the debt exchange is successful. Now, ma now market taxes are pleading anonymity. I've been told by a source. Mm -hmm. That if the debt exchange is successful, government is going to force treasury borrow rates down to fifteen percent. They will definitely not be offering the over thirty percent that we are seeing. And the this, anonymous is, not, and this is not even a controversial comment. Just it's not like <clears throat> this is a normal comment mm -hmm. any analyst should be able to make. Mm -hmm. So why is it being anonymity? <laughs> mm. And then also there's a policy to reduce 
uh, over $10 billion um, worth of imports, and the policy is ready on page two of the same paper. Mm-hmm. The report of a five-member ad hoc cabinet committee set up by the president on the implementation modalities to enhance domestic production in some 20 selected products uh, is ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, once confirmed, it is expected the minister designate for trade and industry, who is currently awaiting parliament's approval, will urgently roll out a series of initiatives to implement the policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the president, he mentioned this at the State of the Nation, during the State of the Nation. Mm-hmm. Quote, apart from the enhancement <clears throat> of revenues and judicious use of resources, we all agree that we need to do something about our huge import bill. Uh, set up a committee, then goes on to talk about the fact that it's ready. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's continue. Okay, Bernard, there's a story that I want to bring to your attention quickly because we're told that climate change to worsen malaria cholera situation in Africa. Hmm. And this story is by Isaac Edu and it's in the Business Finder. It says that uh, malaria and cholera could be featuring prominently in these uh, diseases caused by climate change in Africa. Acting Director of the Africa Center for Disease Control and Prevention, which is Africa CDC, Dr. Ahmed Ogwell. Uma has warned. Now, addressing delegates and participants at this year's um, Africa Health Agenda International Conference in Kigali, he said the effects of climate change are critical, contributing factors to many of the health and emergencies that we continue to see um, on the continent. Now, he says that disasters such as flooding, drought, or other extreme weather patterns have contributed to poorer health outcomes due to disruptions in health services. Mm -hmm. That's re-emergence of these diseases. And basically, it's calling for Africa to prepare and deal with the situation again, inviting international, um, you know, institutions to help support the agenda to make the continent robust in dealing mm-hmm, with this mm-hmm. Okay. And then, if you go to the front page of the Chronicle, there's a story there about an armed robber who has escaped from custody after attacking a pregnant woman. And the story is on page two. Mm-hmm. Detail says that Piles um, Ayuma, an alleged armed robber, has escaped uh, from lawful custody at the Manette police station in the Greater Accra region. Mm-hmm. Now, information gathered by the Chronicle indicates that uh, Piles was arraigned uh, before an Accra, uh, the High Court Accra on an attempt to murder and robbery charges last week Thursday and was mm-hmm. remanded into prison custody to reappear on March 20, 2023. Mm-hmm. However, his warrant for the prison custody was not ready, so the investigator in charge took the accused person back to the Manet police station where he was initially held. Unfortunately, uh, on the dawn of Friday, March 4, 2023, Piles allegedly escaped from the Manet police station cells. The Manet police station district command has confirmed the escape but refused to give further details when contacted by the newspaper on Tuesday. We are told that in the process he got um, into contact with a pregnant woman, attacked the pregnant woman and some nasty things mm. happened then. Alright, uh, let's continue with... So uh, when you find him, please send him to... The, his photograph is on the front page. him? Yeah, yeah, his photograph is here on the front page too. Alright, uh, Africa Games LOC boss is upbeat about progress of Baltimore and Legon projects. I was yes. at Legon recently. The stadium is looking really nice. Yes. If they finish the it, one. it will be good. Now, the executive chairman of the LOC for the 2023 All Africa Games, Kweku Ofuswasari, is confident facilities for hosting the games will be completed on schedule. With just a year to the start of the competition, the LOC board said contractors were working around the clock to meet the agreed timelines and was confident the various projects will be delivered for the for test runs ahead of the start of the African Games on March 8th. So it's exactly a year from yesterday. Mm. Now, after touring the project site yesterday, Dr. Fusasari described the pace of work as encouraging and said he was optimistic that the contractors would deliver on their promise to complete the work on schedule. Now, the Bottoman project 
would include swimming, boxing, and indoor sports events. University of Ghana Legon Stadium as well would also complement the Baltimore facility. Mm. And we are looking to host this event next year. Well, at the IEA seminars that's currently ongoing on page 18 of the Daily Graphic, seven student leaders have called for a review of the 1992 constitution to empower the youth to be more mm. involved in the governance process. Mm-hmm. Uh, According to them, such a move would show the youth that the country regarded them in the governance process and was ready to harness their expertise. So mm-hmm. they're asking, for instance, for the presidential age limit to be reduced from 40 to 35. Uh, let's uh, get into a few international stories. Yes. And I feel we need to be concerned about this. Russia airstrikes hit cities across Ukraine. Mm. Reuters is reporting this. Other websites are reporting this as well that uh, in kiev russian missiles struck cities across ukraine including the capital kiev the black sea port of odessa and the second city of kharkiv early on thursday which is today while ukrainian defenders repelled fierce assaults on the beleaguered town of bakhmut the missiles hit a wide arc of targets including cities stretching from zitomir vinitia and rivni in the west of dnipro and Poltava in central Ukraine. The war is over a year old. Our economy is suffering. The governor of Odessa region said on Telegram that a, mis- a mass missile attack had hit an energy facility in the poor city, cutting power. Residential areas had also been hit. So that's the first story I wanted to highlight. Okay. Second story is from Nigeria. What's happening? Where the uh, INEC has postponed the gubernatorial and House of Assembly polls. Mm-hmm. The Independent National Electoral Commission of Nigeria has postponed the governorship and state house assembly elections scheduled for Saturday, mm-hmm. March 11. A statement on Wednesday night, INEC Commissioner for Voter Education, Festus Okoye, said the elections will be held on Saturday, March 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he says this follows the ruling by the Presidential Election Petition Tribunal on the reconfiguration of the bimodal voter accreditation system known as BIVAS, used for the February 25 election. Mm. Then The at, disappearing billionaire story. Yes, I, I wanted to give you that as well. <laughs> this is... The, B, <laughs> the BBC is asking a question that only What's you can question? answer. No, they know the answer. They are, the asking, they are asking why... Uh, um, what is the story? They are asking why are Chinese... Billionaires. Billionaires disappearing. Mm. And they... Oh, where did the story disappear to? Just like the billionaires, the story has also disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> but the story is basically uh, okay. Here's a story now. Ah, you found it. It, it keeps so written seven hours ago. The disappearance last month of technology industry dealmaker Bao Fan has rekindled interest in recent in a recent Chinese phenomenon: vanishing billionaires. Mm. The founder of China Renaissance Holdings, with a client list that has included international giants like Tencent. Alibaba and Baidu yeah, he's is basically the tech god as a titan in the country's tech sector. Yeah. Mr. Bao's case has followed a well-trodden path. He went missing for days before his company announced that he was cooperating in an investigation being carried out by certain authorities in the People's Republic of China. Mm. As has also become a, become customary, there has been no word yet on the government body on which government body is carrying out the probe, which is about Mr. Bao's whereabouts. The mystery shrouding his appearance comes after a number of Chinese business leaders have gone missing in recent years, including Alibaba boss Jack Ma. And then, while vanishing billionaires tend to get much more attention, there have also been a number of less publicized cases of Chinese citizens going missing after taking part mm. in, for example, anti-government protests or human rights campaigns. 
Um, Mr. Bao's disappearance has once again shone spotlight on the view that this is one of the ways the president is tightening his control of China's uh, system. They, they didn't mention others. I was looking for more names. So there's Mr. Um, there's Jack Ma. So there's also 2020 March real estate tycoon Ren Jinking or yes. Ren Jinkiang yes. who vanished after calling Mr. Xi a clown over his handling of the pandemic. That's Evergrande's boss. Later that year, after a one-day trial, Mr. Ren was sentenced to 18 years in prison on corruption charges. Mm. The most high-profile disappearance was, of course, Mr. Jack Ma, who was then the richest person in China. He vanished in 2020 after criticizing the country's financial regulators. The plan after his failed IPO. Yeah, so then they, they list other names. I wanted to give you a final one from the U.S., okay. where the White House is not happy with Tucker Carlson, who's like a main host on Fox News. The White House has lashed out at Fox News host Tucker Carlson on Wednesday in an extraordinary rebuke of the late-night commentator who has been airing false depictions of the January 6, 2021 attack this oh, week. Hold on, the false description. Yes, what so, is it? Was it in quotes? So, yeah, no, they, they give us... They, there's actually a link to that where they are... They, CNN has basically said what he's saying is not true. <laughs> so, you know, in, in the US, media take on media. Carlson, given access to about 40,000 hours of US Capitol security camera footage by Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, has aired carefully selected clips to portray the pro-Trump mob as peaceful patriots. Mr. Carlson, according to CNN, falsely claimed that the footage provided conclusive evidence that Democrats and the House Select Committee that investigated the January 6th lied to Americans about the day's events. Now, according to the Justice Department, 140 officers were assaulted at the Capitol that day, including 60 Metropolitan Police officers and 80 U.S. Capitol Police officers. The Fox News host was roundly lambasted by the Capitol Police, Democratic lawmakers, and some Republicans this week. White House spokesperson Andrew Bates added to the condemnation you should, you should find anderson cooper's clip of oh anderson also took him to the cleaners anderson cooper says Tucker Carlson is a reporter who has never written a story in his life oh never and done any on-ground reporting and yet sits in the chair to just say uh, you finish up finish up we'll leave it here thank you that was a newspaper review coming up next is the city business news this is the city breakfast show the city's biggest conversation City Business News next brought to you by MTN. Don't carry multiple phones around. You can go seamless with MTN eSIM and enjoy the convenience of connecting multiple phone numbers to one single phone or device. Check if your device is compatible. Simply dial star hash 06 hash. Once your device receives an EID number, it means your phone or device is compatible. Download my MTN app today to request your MTN eSIM and enjoy a sweet seamless Life. And go your OMC of choices, making life ever so convenient. We now accept Momo for all fuel purchases. Remember to Momo it at Goel. That's not all. You can use a bank card. That is all bank cards to buy fuel at Goel. Visit our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So we receive more information on the service stations you can conveniently use Momo. Goel Good Energy. Michael Obodu is here with the news. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goral and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, government confident of a boost in revenues as electronic value-added tax system chalks success. Also, Imani Africa and Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, call for commission of inquiry on Ake AGM transaction. 
straight into our stories now. The government has indicated that the electronic value-added tax VAT system since its introduction has led to significant increase in revenue collection. The eVAT is an electronic means of issuing VAT receipts or an electronic invoicing system for VAT-registered businesses. It was rolled out by the Ghana Revenue Authority last year and already its tax force has arrested some shop managers in Accra for allegedly evading tax on the system. President Kufado gave more perspectives on the successes chalked by the platform in his State of the Nation address. And overseeing an improvement in revenue collection with the introduction of an EVAT and e-invoicing system. For example, figures from 19 taxpaying companies onboarded onto the EVAT system reveal total recorded monthly sales increasing from 222 million CDs in November 2021 to 720 million CDs in November 2022. Again, in December 2021, total monthly sales of 284 million CDs also saw a huge increase to 1 billion CDs in December 2022. You heard the President Ekufuado. Now, civil society organizations Imani Africa and the Africa Center for Energy Policy, ASEP, are calling on the President to immediately constitute a commission of inquiry into the Ake AGM transaction. This follows the announcement by AGM Petroleum relinquishing its interest in the South Deep Water Tunnel Block, which hosts one discovery there. Nyakrome 1X from a drilling campaign embarked on by AGM in 2019. This announcement was welcomed by CSOs who wished that more be done regarding this matter and the whole issue of Ake Energy's oil holdings in Ghana to ensure the rule of law and fair treatment for Ghana as the sovereign. The call according to the organizations is to, among others, quote, inject a culture of accountability in the management of the petroleum industry and ensure that the country can count on leadership to avert paying hundreds of millions of dollars on avoidable transactions actions and establish the source of the overwhelming power Ake and AGM have to dictate their terms in the oil industry since 2018 and the preferential treatment they have enjoyed, end quote. They further recommended clear actions required to develop the Pekan field after Ake failed to submit an acceptable plan of development in five years as an operator of the Deepwater Tunnel Cape Three Points block. Now, away from that, an economist, Professor Godfrey Bobkin, has refuted claims by President Akufuado that his government did not engage in reckless borrowing. The president made the comments during his State of the Nation address yesterday defending his government's use of the acquired funds. With a total public debt stock of about $575 billion as of November 2022, the government is currently experiencing its worst economic crunch with government working towards a three billion US dollar IMF bailout to salvage the situation. Speaking to City Business News, Professor Bobkin said that the country's unsustainable debt level and its negative impact on the economy are proof that government was imprudent borrowing. We cannot agree with the president that the current situation is solely as a result of uh, uh, COVID 19 and Russia Ukraine. That is a poor diagnosis of the current, the causes of the current challenges that we are going through. The other bit is whether we have been reckless with our bones and spending. The evidence on the ground does not suggest that we have been prudent. 
with our borrowing and spending. Where our debt is right now, as also confirmed by the IMF through the debt sustainability analysis, the president's position cannot be supported. Right. The reason I'm saying the president's position cannot be supported is that it is now official that Ghana's debt is unsustainable. So you could not be talking about an unsustainable debt and the thing we have been prudent with borrowing. In principle, there is nothing wrong with borrowing. If you borrow and you use the funds to enhance the cash flow generation capacity of the economy, the economy will bear testimony to how the debt has been prudently utilized. So if you claim that you have actually borrowed and invested them efficiently, the economy will bear testimony. That was Professor Godfrey Bobkin, who is an economist. Now, managers of the Ghana Stock Exchange have stated that they are expecting more investors on the local bears in the coming days. This follows the conclusion of activities involving the domestic debt exchange program. The Ghana Stock Exchange, since last year, has not generated enough returns as compared to the preceding years. Per the summary of the February 2023 market activities, the GSC Composite and Financial Stock Indices recorded negative returns of about 1.5% and 5% respectively, an improvement over the January performance. Addressing the media on the sidelines of the bursts, ring the bell for gender equality program on International Women's Day, managing director of the GSC, Abena Amwa, stated that her outfit anticipates the stock market will bounce back strongly this year. When our economy was down, investors, of course, also responded accordingly. Um, we are seeing today signs of the gradual, at least we've hit rock bottom, we know the only way is up. Abna Amwa is the managing director of the Ghana Stock Exchange. Now, the Monetary Policy Committee of the Bank of Ghana is scheduled to hold its 111th regular meetings from Wednesday, March 22, 2023 to Friday, March 24, 2023 to review developments in the economy. The monetary policy rate is a key point of interest for businesses as it sets the rate at which the BOG lends to commercial banks and impacts the interest rate on loans. The meeting will announce any updates or changes to this rate. The central bank at its last MPC meeting in January this year increased the monetary policy rate by 100 basis points to 28%, citing, among other things, the downside risks to inflation and exchange rate depreciation. The BOG will on Monday, March 27, 2023, announce the decision of the committee. Now, on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 11 cities to pesos. The British pound remained gained 4 pesos and is selling at 13 cities five pesos. The euro lost one peso and is selling at 11 cities six pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling for 12 cities 85 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 14 cities 90 pesos and the euro at 13 cities. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanat of Data Bank for updates on the bonds market. At the last auction on Tuesday, 7th March, the Ghanaian Treasury raised 4.53 billion Ghana cities against a gross target of 2.78 billion Ghana cities across the 91-day bill to the 364-day bill. Yields recorded a sharp decline, with the 91-day and the 182-day yields retreating to 24.16% and 26.56% respectively. The 364-day yields settled at 27.54%. At the next auction, 
the Treasury aims to raise 2.42 billion Ghana cities to cover estimated maturities worth 2.28 billion Ghana cities. On the Ghanaian secondary bond market, trading activity in the new bonds recorded a market turnover of 3 million Ghana cities in the week opening session. With the new bonds trading close to par value, the data bank bond index gained 0 0.9 points to 97.88 points, reducing the weighted yield to maturity by 8 basis points to 9.56%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News Proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Obudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Thirteen minutes past seven. Time for kickoff brought to you by Shell. Shell Fuel Saves Triple Action Formula improves your engine's efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion. So your engine can pull. Do you know if, the, if your engine is not pulling? Do you know what it means? You get extra protection, extra savings, giving you extra kilometers out of your drive. So switch to self yourself today because extra kilometers go a long way. And with the Lesherho School Bus Loan, you can get a competitive deal to buy a school bus this term. You don't need to wait till vacation. You can call now. 57 Let's do this together. Let's share who let's improve life. Benjamin Nkete is here with the news. So Ben, what's the big story this morning? Well, let's get into it right away. And the Ghana Football Association have reacted to low patronage at league matches. Now, Kudus pays tribute to Christian Atru and Messi and PSG have been dumped out of the Champions League. Let's get into the details and General Secretary of the Ghana Football Association, Prosper Harrisonado, says it's misplaced to blame the football governing body for the poor attendance at Ghana Premier League matches. Spectatorship at various league venues have decreased significantly, raising huge concerns. Harrisonado spoke to City Sports on the sidelines of a leadership and development training program on the subject. We are at a point where we need to do more. Nobody is running from the fact that we all need to do more. But let's not then make it a point that everything heavy. Indeed, I asked a question that when people don't go to watch a match or they watch a match in other jurisdictions, and we, we, we take a fancy of comparing everything in our football to EPL. In the EPL, if Stanford Bridge is not full to capacity, nobody mentions the English FA or the Premier League. They talk about Chelsea, yes, but the, the thing is that the local patronage of a match first must start from the club side. What has the club done that is causing the, uh, the apathy? Because I can sit here in Accra and legislate how RTU supporters should feel in Tamale. The, the, the club must know, and they, if they need the support of the FA, where we come in, we will come in. 
You had General Secretary of the Ghana Football Association, Prosper Harrisonado, speaking there. Let's move on to uh, some other stuff. And the GFA still in the mix uh, in collaboration with Development Partners Betway. Yesterday held a leadership and development training program for women's league administrators as part of International Women's Day. Now, the mentorship program for the northern sector took place at the Lancaster Hotel in Kumasi, while the uh, Labadi Beach Hotel hosted the southern sector. Now, Vice President of the Women's League, Madam Rosalie Namu outlined the possible impact of the leadership and development training program. At the end of each season, we do a review. And so we look, we look at the structures, how people are implementing what is required of them. Player administration, player management, technical upgrading, coaching, branding, and marketing. These are things that is part of the club licensing requirements as well. So at the end of each season, we have a review meeting to assess how it has impacted the club. And it would have to reflect in their performances, how they run their things. And once we are able to do that, and we know that, we know where we need to up the game with regards to further upgrading and what we need to scrap at all, at, I mean, eventually because it is not having the needed impact. Vice President of the Women's League, Madame Rosling Amo, speaking there. Let's move on to some other stuff in Ghana. And Ajax midfielder Mohamed Kudu says winning goal of the month for February will always be special for him because it will remind him of late Ghanaian footballer Christian Atru. Now, Kudu's paid homage to the former Newcastle United player who died in the Turkey earthquakes after he scored his first ever free kick in Ajax's 4 0 victory when they hosted Sparta Rotterdam in the Dutch Eric de Visse. And the 22 year old, after receiving his award, spoke highly of the former Black Stars player. Personally, he's uh, someone I know on a personal level, so it hits different. What did Atsu mean to you? A lot, you know. We all know his career and he's played for a lot of top teams in every league, even played in, in the league here. And um, he's my countryman. I've, I grew up watching him also, yeah, and, and led some, some of some from how he plays and stuff like that so and he has advised me a couple of times also so it's hard but yeah you, you get to realize we need to appreciate life more you know because everything can just go off in, in in one time so we just need to make the most out of every single day like it's our last day on earth you know yeah good lesson for for all of us you know so i remember this 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 trophy forever you know every single time i saw this um, goal of the month and I remember the free kick, definitely the celebration is going to come in my mind. So this is going to be with me for, for forever, you know. So yeah, it's a, it's a special one for me, personally. So you had Ajax forward Mohamed Kudu speaking there. Let's move on to Europe, where the UEFA Champions League saw some interesting results last night. Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, they have been dumped out of the UEFA Champions League after failing to overturn a 1-0 deficit from the first leg against AC Milan. Tottenham try as they uh, did, did not uh, score a goal on the day. So AC Milan progressed to the next round of the competition, 1-0 on aggregate. Let's now get some reaction from Antonio Conte, who is Tottenham Hotspur coach, and then Olivier Giroud, who is a striker for AC Milan. What happened that uh, this... Uh 
the third games in a row that uh, we are not able to to score. I think the the game was uh, was in balance. Yes, I saw the stats and uh, the game was in balance. Then, if you ask me that uh, in a game like this uh, we were really dangerous, no, I think that uh, we can do much better. We can do much better offensively to try. But when I speak about offensively and uh, I speak about the, the whole team, uh, not uh, only the players that play. In front up, I think that uh, we can do much better. But I can't tell anything of negative for the commitment of the players because, in my opinion, the players uh, they gave uh, everything. We heard Tottenham Hotspur coach Antonio Conte speaking there. Let's hear from AC Milan striker Olivier Giroud. Olivier, this is a great win, organised, controlled. Did you ever think you're in real danger out there tonight? Well, it's a great uh, qualification, great win. Uh, we actually we actually draw tonight, but it's uh, it's enough. No, I think we uh, we've done a, a good job, good team spirit, you know, from the start on, and uh, we could have scored goals, but uh, yeah, we are. I think yeah, we've been. Uh, it's a it's a solid uh, performance from from the team. We, we've shown a lot of uh, solidarity. We we try to play our game and to be patient. And yeah, at the end, I think it's uh, it's. it's so you had Olivier Giroud of Tottenham, Olivier Giroud of AC Milan speaking there. Now Bayern Munich, they also beat PSG by two goals to nil. Now Munich win 3-0 on aggregate. So they move on to the next round of the competition. Let's now move on to the Europa League round of 16 first legs. Manchester United, they will be up against Real Betis. Now United head into the match on the back of a 7-0 thrash into Liverpool over the weekend. Now forward Marcus Rashford believes that they will bounce back tonight. Liverpool versus United is a unique game. It's, it doesn't matter about form. It doesn't matter about individuals' form. It's, it's a special game of football that can that's just decided in, in the 90, 95 minutes that you're on the pitch. And it's Liverpool that can take the game away from you, and that's what happened. Um, so yeah, like like the boss said, it's it's about resetting now. That's all we can do. There's no point dwelling on what happened because we can't change it. Um, so yeah, we just press the reset button, go back to the basics, and you know give 100% again to, to try and win the game on Thursday. Marcus Rashford plays for Manchester United in other matches to be played as Union Berlin versus Union Saint Gilois uh, from Belgium. There's also Bayer Leverkusen versus Ferenc Varus. Roma take on Real Sociedad. Sport and Lisbon take on Arsenal. Juventus uh, take on um, Freiburg. There's also Sevilla versus Fenerbahce. And then Shakhtar Donetsk will be up against Feyenoord Rotterdam. Let's get to some other news. And Belgian side Club Bruges have sacked Scott Parker as manager after only 12 games in charge for Following Tuesday night's 5-1 thrashing against Benfica. Now, Parker won just twice in his brief time in charge of the Belgian champions, a run that has seen them drop 19 points off league leaders' gank. Now, the final straw proved to be Tuesday's Champions League last 16 defeats in Lisbon, which saw them knocked out of the competition 7-1 on aggregate. So, Scott Parker has been fired twice already uh, this season. Let's get to some other news and head coach of Ghana's amateur boxing team, Ofori Asari, has tasked the Ghana Boxing Federation to organize more competitions to shape up the level of boxing in the country. Now, he made this comment during the Independence Day Boxing Rumble held at the Bukum Boxing Arena. 20 bouts were held for amateur boxers as part of preparations for upcoming tournaments like the 2023 Africa Games and the 2024 Paris Olympics. You know, Ghana, we are boundless. 
of when we are talking about talent. And so um, the only thing that can uh, bring out the talent or unearth the talent is competition. And when we are having competitions like this, then we are able to, for now, being the head coach, I've discovered a whole lot of uh, new boxers that I've not seen them. Now I've seen them again. And so uh, it is a good thing, it's a good exercise. Uh, we, we, we hope that uh, we'll get more opportunity like this for some of the boxers to be able to showcase themselves. Furia Sari is head coach of the Black Bombers. And that's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Health Tidbits is brought to you by the Nyahoo Medical Center. Welcome to Nyahoo Health in the City. Now, when was the last time you had a full body checkup? Your body, the most important machine you have, requires servicing too. Regular preventive health screening can reduce your health bill by up to 50%, especially as you age. So let me introduce you to our health hub, which offers different preventive health screening packages to help you stay on top of your health. Remember, early detection is key to preventing many serious health issues. Stay tuned next week as we discuss another set of health topics. Call or WhatsApp us on 050-143-6662 for further inquiries or follow Nyahoo Medical Center on social media for more health in the city tips. Nyaho, improving your quality of life. Health Tidbits was brought to you by the Yahoo Medical Center. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
7.32, Thursday morning, 9th day of March. Happy birthday once again to Georgina Asari Fiagbenu. She's the couple in the corporate communications section of MTN. Coming in from the team. Celebrating your leadership, celebrating your humanity celebrating your integrity we join ourselves with their wishes coming in from your team from your husband your children the entire family And happy birthday to Caroline Frimpong, a painting of Talogana Limited. Thanks for being an amazing friend. Wishing you good health, great, uh, good health and good health. From Anita and Beryl. And we welcome back Nathan Kwao. Two weeks hiatus. Looking refreshed. <laughs> Looking ready to roll. Oh, I missed you on Monday. <laughs> I was looking for you. <laughs> yeah, that's called looking for you. Yeah, that's called me. So you're not willing to let this go. Today is Thursday. I will never forget. <laughs> Wednesday. Next year by this time I'll still be talking about it. Oh. If I, every seven o'clock. The guy in the editing room called Michael, what's his name? Michael. Safu. Michael Safu. Safu. Good morning, Michael Safu. Michael <laughs> saw me asked, he said this is I don't talk about uh, I don't talk about football. Yeah. <laughs> that was before the match. <laughs> Basking in unfounded confidence. <laughs> I don't know but what it is. We don't talk about football again. That was true. Well, no, was it a justified observation? No, it was part of my. I don't know. No, but you, found, you, 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 know, found, you found your love for football again it, on Sunday. It's funny how I had lost all interest. Until Sunday. <laughs> and I said I was even following ice hockey and things. Until Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Michael. Michael. Uh, is this Michael Safo? Michael Safo. Good morning to you. The bragging right now belongs to you, my brother. <laughs> for the next seven years. <laughs> There's, there's no way you are going to overturn this in the next seven years. But it's, it's we just a win over you. You are not even going to get it. No, but. <laughs> Still celebrating a few people this ninth day of March 2023. Yes, this one says, JSPK are forever the honey to my bun. With Christ in our midst, we will always go together, sweet pea. 
Waking up to you every morning never gets old. Thanks for all the priceless memories we've made together. I can't wait for more out of this world adventures. Uh, happy birthday, Pakwisi Hagen mm. from Lila, <coughs> Troy, Tyrell, and Tori. Mm. Uh, uh, let me say a belated happy birthday to my good friend, brother, and Yaming um, <laughs> is just a guy in many words. Uh, best man. Best man Kokuga He's in the he's on the caravan. Yeah, he's on Aye. on the caravan. Oh, that you are a big man and uh Chale, you 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 represent the city brand in many, many ways. This morning he's at the Usbet Hotel. Uh-huh. I can imagine wearing shorts, uh-huh. having had breakfast, Thank you. rubbing his hands on his stomach, <laughs> visiting man. other people, encouraging them to dancing continue to enjoy. Dancing to say there's three days more, they shouldn't give up. There's, uh, ten, there's uh, ten more hours of road trip to uh-huh. they should continue chilling, yes, because life is good, yes, <laughs> big man. So, happy birthday to you, best man on the caravan, listening to us at Usbet Hotel and to all the caravanizers. They get ready with breakfast. And for me, my favorite part of the caravan has always been the Western Corridor. Yeah, why? Because, you know, every time I travel to... Mm -hmm. I've been traveling to Tamale on the main (coughs) Campo Road. Mm -hmm. The only time I get to use the Western Corridor Road Mm -hmm. is on the caravan. Okay. It's different. So they move all the way from uh, Bole Bamboy, and then they drive through... Uh, Bandang Kwanta mm-hmm. and come down into Winchi, Winchi. and then they connect Winchi to Sunyani mm-hmm. and you know and it's it's for me my favorite part of the journey and then from Sunyani they go down through Western North mm-hmm. alright they come through the places like Awasu mm-hmm. and then they drive through Sefubekwai mm-hmm. and then they continue down through to the uh, the Dunkwa areas mm-hmm. And then they were coming through Wasei Kropong. That's right. And then hit the main Takradi Road. Yep. And then connect to a Tuabu. Those parts of Ghana are just different. They are greener. They are, you know, it's it's just incredible to 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 feel a part of Ghana that is so almost untouched mm-hmm. for me. You know, because Virginia. I usually would do the Volta region. Mm-hmm. I would go all the way to Hohwe. Mm-hmm. I'm also familiar with the Kumasi route. Mm-hmm. But that western route, yeah. oh my god. I'm telling you. So they're going to do 10 hours from Sunyang all the way to Atuabo. Wishing them a f- uh, I'm sure we'll touch base with them yeah, before the show do. and so. Yeah, a, a birthday dedication coming in. This one says belated birthday wish to Rachel Adai, an final year mm-hmm. student of Marshall's University College mm-hmm. and CEO of Riri Beads and Accessories. Message coming from Setoni, okay. who's in Spintex. And if you're looking for a real ice cold refreshment to quench your thirst and complement your meals, then go on and grab your favorite 300 ml Coke classic plastic bottle now at five CDs or the same size 300 ml. Coke Zero, Fanta, and Sprite at four CDs. You can also grab your 1.5 liter Coke Classic plastic bottle at 20 CDs and the same size 1.5 liter for 18 CDs. Bring the excitement and fun to all your occasions and enjoy the real ice cold refreshment with friends and family. I want to start an advocacy. Talk to me about that. What, what, what do you You know, on Saturday, I went to my children's school. They did the sports event. Mm-hmm. I see. This was interhouses. So mm-hmm. the teachers were the referees, teachers were the linesmen, the teachers were the ring announcers, the teachers were the commentators, the teachers were everything. And I said, ah, these, these guys, they work hard. Mm-hmm. Because I look at the volume of work the children bring home, 
the homework they do, the fact that teachers mark this work, and then they do. So when they're doing like extracurricular, teachers go with them. Last Christmas, the, the kids did like a, a carols night, variety night. The teachers trained them. And then on Saturday morning, they are doing meet the parents. The next week, they are doing uh, sports, you know. And I, and I look at the average teacher's salary and I feel, I mean, based on the, the way I am closer to my children's work, I really think we need a national conversation on the way we pay teachers. I'm very, I, I feel like we need to, you know, the, like, for example, and I'm not trying to denigrate any profession, okay? Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look at relatively in Ghana, you can say the highest paid, apart from the politicians, will be the doctors, right? And then it comes all the way down. So the teachers are not that high up, okay? If you take, like, people who are working in the public sector, teachers are not that highly paid, both private and public. But if I look at the kind of work they do and the importance of their work, Maybe this is not the best time, but we should have a conversation about that. Because if if you think about the fact that about eight hours, sometimes six or seven hours of your child's day spent with the teacher, if you look at the week, your kids spend more time with their teachers than with you, generally speaking. Okay, So it means that what they will become depends a lot more on the teacher than you, even though you are their father. So you meet them in the morning. If you come to work here, it means you meet them 30 minutes. If you are lucky, they go. They go from 7, and sometimes they come back at 3 p.m. So 7, so 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 8 hours. 8 hours out, so one third of the day is with, is with the teachers. Now, even if you get home at 5 p.m., You've lost two and then they sleep by 7 or 8. So it means that you are not really getting, so, if t- so 8 times 5, 40 hours a week is with the teachers. So 40 hours. If it's a lower primary, it means this is the pupil teacher. So if they're in class one, two, or three, it means that there's the same teacher t- with them for eight hours. Okay? Their values. So, for example, if they go to the teacher and say, Kofi has hit me, they say, you to go and hit him some. So you you are in the house thinking that you are training your child. I'm just giving an example. You are training your child to forgive. Oh. He's telling that Kofi Boasu Bonibi or somebody does something wrong and that, that your child goes to tell the teacher and the teacher says, oh, you like chicken too much. Or you like talking too much mm-hmm. so basically there's dissonance between what you are teaching what you are teaching your child at home because you 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 won't get the child in the morning they will come home at three sometimes they do classes so if they if you even get home at five by the time they eat supper and they sleep you haven't had them okay so you you probably see them two hours in a working day teacher gets eight hours with them you are telling your child that when you see something wrong, report it. So if the teacher decides that this, this child is too much of a chuka, then the child believes that. That's why every time the child comes to tell you, when I went to school, the teacher said this. It's almost like it's contradicts what you said. All right. Now, if, if somebody spends eight hours with your child a, a day, that's 40 hours a week. Weekend, what do you do? Outdooring, funeral, party, if you're a Ghanaian. So even if you want to take them to music or wherever you take them, you still don't have that much time. Sunday, you go to church. The pastor also does his one hour or whatever you say. You don't know what their Sunday school teacher is t- t- telling them. Mm-hmm. So effectively, your child is being raised by other people. If you are a, a worker, and this is not just for morning show hosts like me, it's for many people. So if you are like, let's assume you work in a bank. Let me pick a bank, ADB. Mm-hmm. You go to work by 8. You come back at 5 p.m. Your spouse works in a hospital. She goes to work at 8, 
comes back at the same time. You guys may have 30 minutes with the children in the car. The teacher has eight hours with the child. You have another two hours before they sleep for the whole week. So values are being inculcated by the teacher. Standards, English, spoken English, reading. So the child can be pretending to be working in, in the house. You come and say, give me your phone. In school, if there's no proper insistence on reading and on the kinds of things to read, if the teaching approach is true and poor, you can do classes, but the child will still be true and poor. If, for example, your child comes home and he's always, for example, I'll tell my son, oh, let's study this. Oh, he's not coming in the exam. So from class five, they're already thinking about exams. It's because of the school. So my, my point is that if you look at the way society is turning out, teachers play increasingly a much more important role. And this is not even for middle classes alone. Even if you're on the very low, let's assume you're an orange seller, right? And you send your child to a normal school. You don't have a lot of time with your child. So they go and spend eight hours in school. So all the values they are bringing home is what their teacher is telling them. So you are the orange seller. You come back home, you see your child, you make supper for them to eat. You make sure they do their homework, you sleep. The next morning, they are back in school. Okay. Now, this is my argument. If teachers are disgruntled, right, as in they are unhappy with the system, they pass on that disgruntlement to the, to the child. So, I, I remember when I was very young, this is PNDC Rollins, University Primary School. Some of the teachers, they would make side comments about the government. And I would sort of listen to it and say, ah, why is the government doing this? Even though I didn't even understand the context. You know, I remember very vividly, there was a day we were in school and Harry Sawyer came to, he was a minister of education under Rawlings. And then some, somebody, I'll mention the person, they said, oh, uh, this is, they said Rawlings appointee or something. They said something disparaging about his beard. And the things, I was in like class four or class three or something, the things stuck with me for a long time. So what I'm saying is that if we don't take the concept of teaching and teachers more seriously, and we sort of just allow them to continue being poorly trained, poorly paid, overworked, and demotivated, we are shooting ourselves in the foot, right? Because I don't know how much extra classes you can do to wipe away the eight hours I just spoke to you about. Because even if you have money to do extra class, so let's assume the teacher comes at 4 p.m. and she, she goes at 6 o'clock, two hours, and she can't do five days, so let's assume she even does three days a week. She's doing six hours a week. Your teacher is doing eight hours a day mm -hmm. right now if we don't have a system that gets number one people who actually want to teach you notice that the teachers who did well for you were teachers who actually wanted to teach mm -hmm. not those who were teaching out of duress or out of excuse there are some <coughs> teachers who 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 are naturally interested in teaching there are teachers who live to teach and I'll say to you that in every population, there are people who want to teach. So I think one of the questions we need to answer in our development quest, the development quest is, how do we get people who actually want to teach to teach? That's number one. Number two, if we even get those people, how do we make sure that they are being incentivized so that they don't get discouraged? You get me? Because somebody can mean well. Like there are people in media. Godfrey, you know there are some people who are born journalists. You know, you've worked with many. There are some people in your newsroom, you know they are there because they don't, they, don't have, they, don't have, they don't have another job to do. But there are some people who you know that this guy, he just wants to be a journalist. Mm. You know, now there was the same way all, all three of you can tell who a journalist is. No one understands. I want to have somebody to interview. I bring you to God first. So this guy, take him. He wants to be a journalist. There are some people who are just doing it for two minutes. 
Good. In the same way, there are teachers like that. I'm sure if I sent some three candidates to an experienced teacher and I said, these three people say they want to teach, they can say, well, this guy, he just wants to teach because he doesn't have a job. Mm -hmm. But this guy is actually a teacher. Good. Now, I'm saying that in the same way that poor pay can discourage a good journalist, right? He may want to do the work, but because he's not being well paid, he can't afford rent and everything, he either start taking bribes or he will become a bit slack or he will leave the profession. In the same way, you are having teachers who are dedicated, they want to teach, but the pay is not good enough. Or the working conditions are so bad, they say, you know what, I'm going to Turkey, I'm going to New Zealand, I'm going to the UK, I'm going to the US, I'm going to work in a biscuit factory, I'm going to do cleaning, I'm going to do care for three years, and I'll work my way in the UK system. Now, the only chance we have as a country against the Chinese, the Koreans, the Germans, the Americans, is education. Because education is the only way we can add value to what we produce in a generic way. If we have citizens who are well-educated and enlightened, the country will be great. It's not about how much gold we have, it's not about how much diamonds we have, it's not about how much oil we produce. What makes a nation great is the quality of its people. So if Ghana wants to compete with the rest of the world, if we want to be the best country in Africa, let's invest in the minds of our children so that wherever they find themselves, they will manufacture, they will invent, they will develop things that cannot be beaten. Right? So I'm saying that this quest to develop cannot be done without teachers. And the way I see teachers in Ghana today, we, we, need, a, a, we need a big push for teachers. <clears throat> this may not be the platform to discuss, but we have elections coming up. And I don't want us to use teachers just as a voting thing. What I'm talking about is beyond promising them allowances. What I'm talking about is beyond a tokenistic increase in 2% salary. What I'm saying is that the teacher must be at the center of the educational policy. And the educational sector must be at the center of social policy. Do you get me? So you, send, you make the teacher the main... Because a bad teacher cannot produce a good student. So what makes a good school is a good teacher. What makes a good student is a good teacher. So infrastructure is great. School feeding and all those things are good. But if you have quality people teaching, you are going to have quality students. Now, a good school is not a school just with a track record. A good school is a, a school with good teachers. So if your training colleges are not producing the right quality, for example, UCC. UCC was built to do a specific thing. Over the years, it's like we have, it's like universal banks. Some banks were built to do agric. But they've all become universal banks. The universities have become the same. So every university is doing everything. And I don't think that's good enough. Okay. So what I'm saying is that there has to be a more rigorous focus on the teacher's welfare and on maintaining and retaining good teachers. Okay. And I feel like school heads, school heads can start by looking at the remuneration structure of their teachers and making the teachers feel like they are needed in the schools. Because you and I cannot have the peace of mind. Yesterday you said you made a very important point that the soldiers who beat people on the road, they forget that some of the people they beat are going to teach their kids. Are nurses going to give them injections? Or are doctors going to treat them? 
Now, you and I cannot have peace of mind to work if the person who our children spend eight hours with is underpaid, disgruntled, or wants to leave at the next quickest exit door. Okay? So, we are, we are, what we are doing is that by keeping teachers poorly paid and demotivated, we are mortgaging our future. We think, oh, once they don't do strike, we are okay. The standard is not, they are not doing strike. Let's look at the attrition rate where some schools actually have very few teachers who are good. A lot of them are leaving. And some of them are leaving the country. And they are not even going into teaching. No. They are going into lesser professions. And for me, for me, based on my interaction with teachers, it, it's, it's almost as if they are the forgotten bit. If you look at even the government policies, where you are looking for votes and some of the policies they bring, it's not really about teachers. Free SHS, it's not about teachers. School feed is not about teachers. Even the the buildings they are putting up under the NDC, it's not really about teachers. Do you get me? So I feel like there must be a national return to the values. Final point I'll make. A lot of the good schools in the past were defined by the good teachers. Whether it's Prempe, whether it's Presec Achimota. You go to all the 80s and the 70s, it was teachers who made the schools. It wasn't any classroom. In fact, when, when I first went to Presec, the classroom, they didn't even have windows. I visited the school recently. My classroom block has not been renovated. The classroom block I studied for three years, they didn't have windows. So sometimes when they scatter, you can jump through the window and go. <laughs> <laughs> but the likes of Mr. Kuti, who would insist that you understand the geography, Jamu, Lasso Dauda, do you understand? Teachers who will spend their time to make sure you know the thing. That's what makes a good school. Not the infrastructure alone. So this morning, even though teachers are giving a lot of homework, I want to just tell them that. <laughs> As for me, I support them. I do for you. I think that the teachers of Ghana deserve a lot more to keep them in the system. If it will start with a 30% across board, we'll take it like that. And then some of the extra things they do. Extracurricular training. Your kids will do computing, reading club, uh, what do you call it, coding. These are, are the same teachers who do it. Music, you know. And sometimes there are 30 kids, kids in the class. This, this guy has insulted me. This guy has hit me. He has taken my pen. Charlie. <laughs> so, if one day, let me, let me end with this. If one day, they should let parents decide on one parent to teach the class for the day. Okay, so they'll say, Today, there are 30 people in class 4V. Uh-huh. Today, Mr. Sky will be the teacher for the day. <laughs> to just get a feel of what the teachers go through for one day. They will go home depressed. Sky. <laughs> That's the truth. Right. Especially when they are under 10. And I'm saying that mm. this is our only chance if we can improve the quality of teaching in our public schools so that even that lowest child can get a good education. You and I are here because of education. Mm-hmm. It's because my father went to school. That's why I'm here. Because prior to his time, a lot of his great, my great great, a lot of them didn't go to school. Mm-hmm. They were just farmers. Right? And because my father went to school, all his eight children have been educated. And all of us, our children are educated. And we are somebody in society. So we should not, and so for me, of all the things we spend money on, the one we should not politicize is education. The one we should not toy with is education. The one we should say, as for this one, 
Education? No, you can't. Because that's the difference between a destroyed teenager and somebody who will come and change lives. You, you, your, your background. I mean, it is, it, and I feel like we don't centralize. We only wait till strikes or some policy. No, we can pick a day like random and say teachers of Ghana deserve better. The teacher must be at the center of the educational system, and education must be at the center of the national development plan. Because the only way we can compete with the rest of the world is through education. When you went to do your masters, you are from Ghana. You had people from over 15 countries in your class. You were not disadvantaged. You held your own because of education. Anything else, GDP, you were possibly in the bottom. Natural resources, you were not that wild. Personal income, nothing give you. But when it came to book, whether they are from US, Pakistan, when you answer a question, the lecturer says, Mr. Sky, you want the best student because of education. You were born in Adafianu, but you went to compete in Birmingham because of education. But why can't your country compete at the G8? If all our citizens can be educated like you were, the way you held your own in Birmingham, we will hold our own in the League of Nations. Okay. That's the only thing. The only thing you had in that university they had was education. Because of the way you had been trained and your work experience, you were confident, nobody could intimidate you. Chinese were there, Americans were there. They didn't say, my president is Trump or Biden, so you keep quiet. You didn't say that because it was education. So the only way Ghana can become respected globally is education. Not by the size of our, our, our GDP, it's education. So I want to really urge the system. Let's, let's make education the main thing. And if you have a demotivated teacher, it will even destroy your family. Because the more time your kids spend with a demotivated teacher, the more toxic things they put in their head. And everything you tell your child when you come home, you say, oh, the teacher says something else. And the child will not believe you. Especially if the teacher is eloquent. Mm -hmm. So please, that's my 20 seconds for the morning. Nathan, give me two quick announcements. I'll bring Godfrey in, <coughs> take a social media trends. I know you want to talk about state of the nation, but what is on my heart <laughs> is education, education this morning. Anyway. That's, that's what's on my By the way, if you're a parent who agrees with me that we should pay teachers better, please let me know. Mm. I am minded to start a private member's bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Sky will guide me. Oh, yeah. To yeah. get teachers yeah, 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 happy. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, look, yeah, it's, yeah. it's important. A private teachers, member's bill. Teachers are very Increase very, their salary yeah. by 30%. Very, very important. From one like to half a six. Like you Everybody. say, they, they, they can turn a I'm, child's life story I'm around. I'm here because of my teachers. You know, they really, mm. really can. I'm here because, and I'll, I'll never forget my class four teacher. But you let's continue with the, with the <laughs> anyway. APSA is saying that in the beginning, children in uh, her community used to walk to school today. Not only are her bamboo bicycles making it easier for these children to get to school, Benazir Dapa is also employing many women as well. At APSA, this is what we call Africanacity the distinct ability of the Ghanaian mm -hmm. to always get things done. Africanacity mm -hmm. is our inspiration, it defines who we are and what we do. It's our commitment to helping people find a way to get things done to find out more visit appsat.com.gh now the cyber security authority is, ex is exercising its mandate okay in exercising its mandatory has commenced the licensing of cyber security service providers and accreditation of cyber security establishments and cyber security professionals in the country now this will be done between march 1 and the 30th of september this year details on the licensing and accreditation procedures can be found on the website of the authority at csa.gov.g H individuals and organizations are accordingly advised.
exercised in their own interest to engage the services of only licensed and accredited industry players now grabbing your favorite drink for all your different occasions can be tricky sometimes but no need to stress your favorite coca-cola has you covered are you looking for real ice cold refreshment to quench your thirst and complement your meals then go on and grab your favorite 300 ml coke classic plastic bottle at now five cds or the same size 300 ml coke zero fanta and sprite plastic bottles at four cds to keep the enjoyment going bring the excitement and fun to all your occasions and enjoy the real ice cold refreshment with your friends and family second social media trends brought to you by vodafone the vodafone one ghana promo is here with just one cd you can get 20 minutes talk time to all other networks and one gig of data every day between 5 a.m and 11 59 a.m simply dial star 530 high subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing the vodafone one ghana promo is the best value offer in town it's easy on your pocket save big when you subscribe to the one ghana promo daily Vodafone further together. All right, I know, Godfred, so much happening on. Actually, Nathan is back. So, Nathan is doing the segment for us this morning, yes. <laughs> well, so many different things trending. Ashaiman is trending Still? for very obvious reasons, uh-huh. yes. On the sporting side of things, a number of interesting trends. So, you have Kudus. He's one, you know, yeah, he's doing big things, big things at Ajax. Some people say his time at Ajax is coming to an end because these performances clearly will get somebody signing. Uh, From last night's Champions League games, you've Mm. got Mbappe trending. Oh, Mbappe. You've got Harry Kane trending. Come to Liverpool. (laughs) You've got Chelsea trending. Let's do something good together. (laughs) <laughs> leave this PSG okay uh, and another um, trends as so well, a lot of football at, trends yes Atto Forsen is equally trending yes Atto Forsen no he's a big man Charlie his picture gave... you know he and the president were having discourse and discobolus <laughs> <laughs> no Charlie Atto be big man hey Atto hey Atto me now agree with me today so so yeah, those are several other things trending but those do are... you know that Bryony Champong and Atu Forsen were trending in Kenya really uh, yes. so, so apparently on a number of Kenyan news portals was it yesterday yeah it was yesterday we saw the a lot the, yeah two I think two three days ago you know the interaction between Atu Forsen and Brian where Brian says hey Atu mm-hmm. Charlie the thing they trend and the Kenyans are saying you see what serious MPs are doing <laughs> you know <laughs> Maybe one day you should be introducing other nations' trends. I see. Maybe once a week, girlfriend. Kenya was trending at two forcing and uh, the, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. uh, Brian. Brian and Chow. When they were like, Charlie, this is the way the Ghanaian MPs are serious and they were grilling their friends and we are sitting in Kenya fully. Mm. And I said, anyway. hey! <laughs> Okay, to some tech news quickly. Is a problem? Is no one. I tell you, they said Charlie. At the first thing, they grill Brian, and we they sit Kenya the food. Anyway, uh, we are sitting here saying something as right. They do them our own. Anyway, um, to <laughs> some tech news. They said rice with ties, which cannot fry. <laughs> is this guy? <laughs> Charlie, let's repent though. <laughs> the Kenyans say at the first thing is the best thing since sliced bread. Charlie, you are sitting here saying, you know, rice with ties. <laughs> Which cannot fry. <laughs> eh? It's, it's cannot be fried. <laughs> Charlie, Anyway, to some tech news. And the Dutch government is saying that before the summer, it will put restrictions on the country's most advanced chip exports mm. to protect its national security, mm-hmm. following a similar move by the US. Mm. Now, it will include technology produced 
by computer chip equipment maker ASML. Mm-hmm. ASML is one of the most important firms in the global microchip supply chain. All right. Semiconductors, which power everything from phones to military hardware, are the center of a bitter dispute between the US and China. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. If you're a teacher listening to the show today, of course, maybe you may be in class, but you can send me a voice and I'll appreciate it. I want to know what your teaching day is like. So, for example, here's a teacher teaching in one of the secondary schools in the Eastern region, in the Sojaman district, says, Bernard, I am teaching five classes and my smallest class is 51 students on the roll. So, this person is possibly a subject teacher. So it's not, a, it's not, it doesn't teach five classes that's in the people. No, no, no. So, so it's maybe can't teach in maths. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's teaching across different classes. SHS 1, A, B, C, SHS 2, B, C, whatever. So what is your average teaching day like as a teacher? And how much are you paid? Just want to know. I need it for something. And, but, and again, the other point I want to make is if you're listening to me from a community that you consider to be deprived, how are you coping with things like accommodation? transportation now I'm, I'm saying this because you know two days ago the discussion on the show was about no doctor in the Wa East district I can tell you for a fact that there are teachers in the Wa East district so where doctors fear to trade teachers are already there right? not to pick teachers against doctors but to say of course we have more teachers and doctors but even with no doctors there are still teachers teaching in those places So, what is your average teaching day like? How many students do you teach in your school? How many hours do you spend in a day teaching? And what are the conditions of work? This could be private, it could be public. I want to know. Send me a voice note. 054-998-6996. Don't forget my, 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 my thesis this morning is twofold. Education must be at the center of development policy education not infrastructure not roads not whatever education must be at the center so i call it human development it must be at the center of our economic plan and at the center of that education is the teacher the teacher is the most important unit in the educational sector if you if you get the teaching right if you get the teaching right, we'll get the students right, we'll get the schools right, we'll get the knowledge right, we'll get the exams right. But the teachers are the same guys who mark the exams. So, and I want to say to parents as well, 
if you just increase the value you place on the teachers Teacher. it will change the way you even relate to the school the relationship you have with the teachers it will just change everything see them as partners in the development of your child because as i say eight hours a day 40 hours a week with your child Charlie, the influences are many so if you're a teacher listening to me i want to know your working day how is it like but let's talk about ivest before i take mm-hmm. some notes on the teaching side well ivest is saying that get in touch with them they are a fixed-term investment account that delivers great returns on your investment over a short period of time with no haircut <laughs> <laughs> open an ivest account today with a minimum of five thousand cities uh, watch okay. your money grow now mm-hmm. this is for those who you know you've put money away you're going through all kinds of challenges just call mm-hmm. israel savings and loans now on zero five five zero one four four one four four or visit easyway.com.gh for more info ivest no haircut at all at all ivest excellent returns guaranteed <laughs> now did you miss out on the january admissions well if you missed out don't worry heritage christian university college is offering you the opportunity to join our april 2023 intake with a 50% waiver for fresh students the university has since 2018 giving a sum of over 300,000 cities as startup grants to a number of its students to start their own businesses through the startup challenge now you can find headed yeah. christian college um heritage christian university college sorry at amasaman behind the olympic stadium is affiliated to knust and is accredited by gta call them on 547 or 0302-298-399 and uh, you can also visit their website hcuc.edu.gh and apply there heritage christian college university training compassionate entrepreneurial leaders Education must be at the center of our national development plan. By education, I'm talking about human development. And the teacher must be brought back as the center of education policy. Their training, their motivation, their retention. The training of teachers, the motivation of teachers, the remuneration of teachers and the motivation of teachers. And the equipping of teachers must be at the center of our educational plan. The only way we can compete in the committee of nations is through high quality education. And all of us who sit here, funny enough, we've all studied abroad. And it was education that showed us that we were somebody. Oh yes. When you were collecting the prizes in in, uh, Buckingham. It wasn't because you were a good footballer. It was because you had head. Reverend, I need you to help me here because I, I have a lot more to say. I'm not getting the vocabulary to express what I really feel. <laughs> well, you know? I, I, I understand where you're coming from. And interestingly, around this desk this morning, almost everybody has taught before. Charlie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us are tertiary level, yeah. but all, almost all of us have taught at the basic level. Me, I taught class three, four, and five. Yes, almost all of us have taught one and a half years. Yes, careers. We've taught at basic level before. And I run away. And then have also taught at the tertiary level. Yes. You know. And it's very, very difficult, particularly when you're teaching at the basic level. You know. And I was lucky enough to be in an environment where I was, there wasn't even a lack of resources, mm-hmm. but just the sheer n- weight of numbers. Charlie? Mm-hmm. And 
your prep time, yeah. you know, to enter the class. And sometimes you you getting swayed by exam outcomes rather than just focusing on improving even the basic students. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes uh, that's trying to disconnect yourself from your worries at home mm -hmm. as soon as you enter the classroom to focus on the kids who are there for the next four or five hours without letting mm -hmm. your personal worries at home enter the classroom because you have to separate those two mm -hmm. and you are dealing with kids who are shouting screaming Shouting. pulling each other's hair mm. <laughs> you know, he has hit me he has he, he has, has, he has stand those you know, so Charlie? i i i, I kind of understand why you are where you are mm -hmm. um this morning on the matter the now um is there any truth in the claim that places like china and some of the countries that have done well in recent times education has been at the center of that there's this anecdotal thing they say also oh, china they pay teachers well korea they pay teachers well japan it's almost like they are saying well, a lot of the countries that have caught up with the more advanced countries the the key has been education certainly the, there has been a focus in improving education at certain levels mm -hmm. you know and um, to get them to become more competitive so they, there's a there's a lot of um they take note of trends mm -hmm. and make sure they are always up to date with the trends. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's the investment in the teachers, there's the investment in the equipment to make sure that they stay up. And there's also a lot of pressure that comes mm -hmm. with pressure because mm -hmm. once the authorities are also spending money, they are asking a lot more of you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in in that particular environment, you 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 find that teachers are also very highly stressed. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it is also true that in terms of their remuneration, is there any com? So at how at, you don't you know how I wouldn't uh, how know, well teachers are paid again in. anecdotally we've heard stories from of Ghanaian teachers who left to go to teach in places like Vietnam mm -hmm. who will tell you now if some of them are listening will tell you now that they feel they are much better off than they are here because it's not just about the remuneration mm -hmm. but it's just what other things they get to mm -hmm. teach okay and like you also said for most of those in that setup particularly in the public school setup most of them are people who are career teachers. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of those. People who would want to spend their whole lives Teaching. in the classroom. So it's not as much about how much you pay them as what support can you give me to be able to execute. Mm -hmm. If their salary is regular, mm. they, you run your economy properly, they have the teaching, uh, the teaching tools that they require. Mm. They will tell you they don't need much to survive mm. anywhere that they might be. They just want to teach. Mm -hmm. So for them, impact is what they are looking for. Mm -hmm. But that brings me to um, something just to help the conversation. So mm. um, there's um, a gentleman, uh, there's a teacher called um, Roger Ayinselia. Okay. Who did this? He spoke to teachers as well mm -hmm. on why they teach. Why so they teach in Ghana? Get the sense, yes, in Ghana, a sense of professional identity. And he did this in rural north in Ghana. Ooh. Which is something, which is why I decided to use that one. Why do they teach? Why do they teach? Mm. And he says uh, four key themes emerged for him. I need a pen. Mm -hmm. So one was the influence of their former teachers. Wow. One. The influence of their yes. former teachers. So one teacher said that, and I'm quoting here, I'm reading if you allow me. Ben. Go ahead. Just when I was in P4, we were taught by one teacher. The way he was handling us, I was touched. 
I saw him not only to be a teacher, but he was a guard, a parent. Mm -hmm. From that point, I realized that there's a lot of joy in the teaching profession. Mm -hmm. Why am I saying so? Mm -hmm. Imagine, he was staying at Galbo, mm -hmm. and in those days, motorbikes were not common. Mm -hmm. But this teacher could get up early in the morning with his bicycle and paddle to school before some of us would even get to school. Wow. There were times that he even bought shaving sticks and shaved us. Since then, from that time, uh, he became my role model. I wanted to be like him. Mm. So that prompted me to enter into the teaching profession after I completed my senior high school So the, the first one is the influence yes. of their former teachers. Yeah. And then there is enjoying working with children. Mm -hmm. So the other participants who said they enjoy working. So somebody said, I was a Sunday school teacher in my church. Wow. Teaching children in the church was just something that I normally enjoyed doing. Mm -hmm. That is why I choose teaching so that I'll continue to work with children. So they, they have yes. a natural inclination, inclination for the profession yes. and for children. So yes. that's the second major reason. Yes. What's and the third major reason? Influence of close family members. Okay. Mm -hmm. They advise you to go and teach. Yes. Now some participants became teachers because their family uh, members asked them to join. So according to one person, he said, when I was growing up, I wanted to join the immigration. Mm -hmm. I was not ready for the teaching profession. Mm. But my parents and sister asked me to join mm -hmm. the teaching profession. Wow. And then... There are those who spoke about the love for teaching. Wow. The uh, some, love for teaching. Yes, yeah, so that they felt in love with the profession because they saw teaching to be good. Mm. So there's one teacher who said, she said, uh, I just made up my mind that I wanted to become a teacher simply because of the work. I see it as doing good. Amazing. So yeah. far, very good reasons. Yes. Anybody there saying because of money? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm building up. You are coming there. Yes. And then there's also the matter of recognition, mm -hmm. which was a theme that emerged. So this captured the teachers' concerns for their efforts to be appreciated in the form of financial and material incentives mm -hmm. and in kind through praise wow. and concerns for their daily struggles mm -hmm. by both authorities and parents. So, so recognition. Yes. That also emerged. Mm -hmm. Now, for, this is a, an interesting one. It says, a profession that is deemed to be unselfish, teachers were often told their reward is in heaven. <laughs> Acclaimed one teacher. Mm -hmm. She ever appeared not to be thrilled by this view as she said, quote, though it's in heaven, but what do we also have to depend on on earth? Mm. You can't just be working and say my reward is in heaven. Charlie. We teachers also want to achieve something on earth. So this was still under the recognition <laughs> This point. was also under recognition. Yeah. And mm. then there's respect and regard. In society. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, they, this one focused on uh, teachers and the basic school teaching profession to be treated with dignity. Yes. So true. according to some participants, the respect that teachers enjoyed in society mm -hmm. has come down. Mm. They see, uh, they attributed this to people's mindset that basic school teachers, for instance, possessed low certificates. Hence, they were not qualified to be professionals as compared to their colleagues at the secondary school mm -hmm. and tertiary levels. Mm -hmm. Although some participants possessed much higher qualifications. So, for instance, this one said, at times, some of the parents walk in and say things by heart. Oh, Charlie. And if you're not happy with the work profession, they will also say that if you don't like it, go away. Currently, one parent came here because of her daughter and just uh, asked me, what do you know? Oh. If you claim to know, go and teach at the senior high school and oh. stop disturbing our children. Oh. This is what one teacher oh. said the feedback oh. was. Oh, oh, oh. Said oh. the view was that parents were treating teachers unfairly, considering that the other professionals who were respected highly were taught by teachers. And then... Uh, it also emerged that teachers were concerned about respect from officials at their district education offices. Mm -hmm. Now, one teacher said that, for instance, 
I don't know whether because we are dealing with a job, they see us to be secondary officers. Because when we get to the office, that's Ghana Education Service Office at times, the way the officers treat us is nothing to write home about. Mm. Simply because you're a teacher. They look at themselves because they're in an office and they think they're horses. Oh, and because we are handling chalk, look at us as secondary human beings. Oh. And this has not been good. Mm-hmm. It has been a particular canker we are battling for uh, with the past few years okay now he also claimed uh, then they also spoke about support for daily task of teaching mm. now most of them complained that they received little support mm. in terms of teaching mm-hmm. and learning resources both from authority and parents for instance they lamented that some subjects in schools there were no textbooks and mm-hmm. syllabuses and we know this we've been reporting mm-hmm. on this for years mm-hmm. now it says under such circumstances Teachers were compelled to teach anyhow mm. as they had limited options as to what they could do. So again, I'll give you a quote from one of the teachers mm-hmm. who said, we have some subjects we are supposed mm-hmm. to teach, but there are no textbooks and syllabuses. Mm-hmm. So how do you teach? Sometimes either there will be only one, sometimes either there will only be the syllabus but no textbook, mm-hmm. or there will be textbook and no syllabus. Mm-hmm. So you teach buruka buruka, mm-hmm. which is translated as teaching anyhow. You start at where you want and end where you want. Mm-hmm. Because if there's a textbook but there's no syllabus, you don't know how the syllabus goes about. Mm-hmm. And if the syllabus is then the textbook is not, the syllabus is just something very little for you to always refer to. So that's why he said we teach like that. They also spoke about the professional dimension mm-hmm. of their experiences. So mm-hmm. this is just a, a bit to highlight some of the things that teachers mm-hmm. at that level go through. Let's get thank you for that. This is really important. The insight. So it tells you that quite a number of I don't know the percentage, but mm. a lot of the reasons being given are positive. Yes. And let me just, again, mention, this is from a study done by Roger Abogzwa Ayinselia. Wonderful. It's called uh, Teacher's Sense of Professional Identity in mm. Ghana. Mm-hmm. Listening to Selected Teachers in Rural Northern Ghana. It's, quite a, it's available if you want to look at it. So how can we place the teacher at the center of the educational sector? How can we place education at the center of development policy send us your comments if you're a teacher let's hear from you on your own sacrifices and what you think can be done i have a few interesting comments nathan's going to read some for me this morning all right uh, this one says i share in your concern for teachers this morning mm-hmm. i want to say that making teachers the center of our educational planning is all documented but not implemented mm-hmm. teachers do not need 30 percent or more um, in terms of an increment in salary, mm-hmm. all I think teachers need mm-hmm. is a better condition of service that mm-hmm. must work and implement it. Mm-hmm. For example, teachers are to get full allowance, but for a very long time, this has not been paid. Mm-hmm. Frederick Owusu-Boache from Tema. Better working okay. conditions. Yep. Benji says, even if the Ghanaian government or the Ghana government decides to add teachers to Article 71 office holders, we will leave. Mm-hmm. Our services are valued and appreciated elsewhere oh are you talking about leaving ghana or leaving the profession i don't know all right this one says i've taught for 27 years Mm. i've loved the work i have done over the years Mm -hmm. i have put in my all and my students can bear testimony to it Mm -hmm. i remember when my headmistress called me and advised me that i should slow down because if i break down there won't be any help available for me oh but i went on 27 years on i'm here currently sick and medical care is hard to reach oh Charlie. 27 years mm, on. Okay. And mm. it says, I have plans to stop the work and do some selling ASAP. Mm. I believe there's hope for the future though. Mm. As more and more people get awakened to the importance of the work we do. Mm. And if teachers themselves mm-hmm. discover 
and push for better conditions. Mm. Joseph from Apollonia says that. Okay. This one says, I've always wanted to be a teacher from childhood and I've been trained, but as in the field, mm. I've advised myself. I've left the sector to learn graphic design and coding. Oh. Oh. Hopefully, that uh, these areas have better work, uh, working conditions mm-hmm. and opportunities for good career progression. But I'm also uh, teaching privately mm-hmm. because I still love to teach. Anyway. So he's moved to better himself. Yes. He's teaching on the side, but his main job is no longer teaching. Yes, even though he teaches on mm. the side. Mm. This mm. one says, I'm very happy for your submission. Uh, I'm very happy that you put out a submission on teacher's salary. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's nothing to write home about. I salute those teachers who have been able to see their children to higher heights in life mm-hmm. i wonder how they did it with the little salary they took mm-hmm. my sister is a teacher with one boy and a single mother too and when i look at her pay slip i'm like god is your helper okay <laughs> i support you 100 percent oh, your move for teacher salary to be increased by 30 okay? percent mm-hmm. that's obaya okay Danfa. okay all right this one says i support your call to uplift the teachers i was mm-hmm. trying to teach my three-year-old girl how to tell the truth mm-hmm. and that whenever she says the truth are not punish her. Can you imagine her teacher punished her for speaking the truth and now that has her confused? Mm-hmm. Teachers really have the wherewithal to shape our children's lives. Mm. Say do from Awoshi. Alright, more comments. Yeah. If you are a teacher, help. let's hear from you on mm. what you put in. We are trying to... Uh, I'm not sure what angle to use, whether to just make it an on-air advocacy or whether to I don't know, get Sky and his people in parliament to do something on the on the bill or whatever but but, I, but this one i'm starting is, with moral on, conversation hold on, yes I, I understand the moral one but if you go to parliament yes and you look at the profiles a lot of, of them are MPs. teachers yeah, you have you have there are a lot possibly about 40 percent of are teachers. MPs are teachers or former teachers you know but, but most of them go to parliament to get out of the teaching profession yeah. indeed a lot of them leave politics you know as i said you know a lot of the churches when they started their mission schools their plan was to train teachers so mm-hmm. they would ptc was very critical mm-hmm. so when they get a mission house they build a school they train people they raise them to levels of catechist who is possibly a headmaster as well so there's yes. a lot the, the teaching profession has built the nation mm-hmm. but i'm saying that now we have to give back to them because they, they've given us a lot already let's give back to them so they can move the things to the next level there are a few comments coming on my personal handle as well so this one says bernard for korea it is documented that education was their master key to their miracle in my studying days in korea we learned about that in fact korea is partnering developing countries to share that secret and they are providing scholarships to huge number of public officials in that regard when you are graduating you are asked to write a paper on how you intend to apply the knowledge you acquired it is known as the Korean Knowledge Sharing Program. I was a beneficiary of this. I was one of the first beneficiaries in the Green Finance Program as part of their MBA finance. So this is a colleague of mine who was in school with me talking about how Korea used education to bridge the gap. All right, a few more comments on this issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Ting from Oyibi mm-hmm. says, Bernard, I'm speechless. Mm. My wife is a teacher. And mm. if I tell you what she's going through, including what a headmistress is doing, oh. you'll be sorry. Oh, 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 oh. But in all, I support your call. Mm-hmm. Teachers need to be taken care of. Mm. Headmistresses are bread. Teachers are bread. Oh. Um, good morning, Bernard. Trust you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, for better salary 
for the teachers. Mm-hmm. You from job it says, Bernard, even parents giving presentation on career days is no joke, mm-hmm. let alone teaching for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, good morning, Bernard. And says, I'd like to celebrate Mr. Peter King Akato mm-hmm. of Christian Homeschool in Dansuman. Mm-hmm. He's not a trained teacher, but I can testify without any doubt that he's one of the best English teachers we have around. Mm. Very selfless and focused. Mm. Um, good morning, Bernard. Thank you for thinking about teachers this morning. Mm. I'm a school supervisor, and if you look at the condition that some of these teachers work, you weep. Mm. School buildings are built in the most difficult, hard-to-reach areas with only the children who will attend the school in mind. Mm-hmm. No provision is even made for the teachers who will teach the basic children who stay. As for funding, especially the basic schools, the least said, the better. Couple more um, on teachers. Mm. This one says, um, "My name is Ken Inside, oh Ken, how are you? Ken Amwakunsen inside Piki. He wants to appreciate his wife, a teacher at Piki Aveti Limited School, mm-hmm. and he's wishing her uh, happy tenth anniversary." In their marriage mm. but the question is do you feel you are paying realistic school fees for your children if that, yes then mm. it's for their private school to pay them well mm-hmm. private school teachers private schools are just focusing on profit without paying their teachers well that's also fair comment better and um, teachers <sighs> make a big mm. difference i agree wholeheartedly i wasn't a science student i was business inclined but mr jandu of blessed memory was of immense help to me like uh he helped me to understand and even take biology as an optional subject I didn't believe I dropped physics, but took ad math and A-level math with a cons. The teachers who made an impact and impressions are the ones we remember. Mm. Um, good morning, City. Mm-hmm. Uh, your conversation this morning on teachers uh, who deserve better service and good emoluments is good. I remember in 82, as a member of the Interim National Coordinating Committee for PDCs and mm-hmm. WDCS, hey! mm-hmm. I was invited to inaugurate teachers' workers' defense committees. Mm-hmm. In my address, I told them that teachers are more important and should be paid well. Mm-hmm. I told them the nurse, the doctor, the lawyer, the lecturer, the police, the soldier, and the president went through the teacher. Mm-hmm. It is the teacher who made you who you are today. Mm-hmm. The teacher should be celebrated and given some attention. This is Azuma Bessori okay. from Medina. Thank you, Bernard, for this topic. I have been teaching for 26 years now. I have been a subject teacher since I have master's degree in my subject area. My take-home salary as of today is 2,630 Ghana CDs. Mm. I chose to teach because of the influence of my mom, you are right, mm-hmm. who was a teacher, and my JHS friend teacher, who was a great and wonderful teacher. She handled us like a mother. I love teaching. So far, so good. Though the salary and the conditions are poor, I still love my job. Bernard, I fully support your submission. Let's have that national discussion for a better Ghana. Education is now something else. Bernard, let me ask a question. Please go ahead. In this day and age within the Republic of Ghana, Mm -hmm. in this economy, with Mm -hmm. everything we know about it, Mm -hmm. health, accommodation, food, Mm Personal security, clothing, all of those things. Mm-hmm. How does a person survive with 2,000 Ghana cities? 630. That is the question. That's the problem of the day. Two, and this, is, this person has been teaching for 26 years. Yes. I mean, if you do the 26 mass, years. Yes. I mean, 2,600. Is that the... Is that the tw- divided by 30. So he lives on 86 Ghana cities a month. A, a day. Now, the question which you ask is, of course, you would have a child or a few of them to take care of, a wife to take care of. Um, 
Charlie, I don't know. I mean, you must be a magician. Yeah, 2,630 CDs for a 26-year profession. Yes, someone who's been in the profession for 26 good years. Imagine the number of children that he has had to handle in the course of making it to 26 years. And mm. what he's paid presently, we're not talking about what he was paid, you know, a few years ago. Mm. It's 86 Ghana CDs a day. Hmm. But I'm, I'm interested in the how, how does it survive? No, but I'm interested in the person who spoke about the private schools, and I don't yeah. know what happens there. But it does look because private schools are really expensive. So mm. how it will? How come? No, you know, they feel they under. You remember you gave um, you categorization. Yes, I categorize it. So there are the very expensive ones. Yes. There's the medium level ones, and, and there are those who are basically Saitos doing in different guys in doing a lot of work in poor communities. Yes. What I would say is that. Mm. Generally speaking, it seems to me as if the government, the, the, the government doesn't, and I could, I could be wrong here, the government doesn't seem to see private schools as a partner. They see them more like a competitor to what they are trying to do with the public education. At the moment. At the moment. So it's, it's making things more difficult for the private schools. Yeah, but, but I beg you, let's mm -hmm. come back to this 86 Ghana CD thing, because that's mm -hmm. at the heart of what 2,630 CDs. For somebody who's been for 26 years. Exactly. Because on average, how much do you spend on, you know, breakfast? What we need to ask this person is, are you teaching at the basic level, secondary or primary? Number two, how many dependents do you have? Uh -huh. So we can do the economics better. So uh, the person who sent the message and about... Where is the person teaching? Which good, region? Is it a public or a private school? So please, um, I don't want to mention your name. Mm -hmm. Please give us more information because Skype wants to use this number to do some calculation. <laughs> You've been teaching for 26 years. What level are you teaching? Is it basic preschool, secondary, or tertiary? Second question is, um, do you have any dependents? Mm -hmm. All right, and then where? Where do you teach? Yeah, where do you teach? Is in Accra, is in Tamale, is in Kumasi, or whatever? Send us that information so we can. <laughs> Sky wants to really and, and jump. You know, Bernard, you know why it is very, very disturbing. Tell because me. the amount of money that he is paid determines how much the government is paying to SNET. Mm -hmm. Or whichever uh, pension scheme it is the secondary one that he is a part of. Mm -hmm. And this level of pay mm -hmm. will follow him to the rest of his life. His pension will be calculated based on this. Based on this. And, and they will use his best years ultimately to determine how much he earns at the end of every month when he retires. Mm -hmm. Now the question you ask yourself, with this level of pay, and given everything we know about the Ghanaian economy presently, and given the things we know about how difficult it is to, to grow up mm -hmm. and then have health challenges, issues that crop up every single month and you almost always have to go and see a doctor, mm -hmm. how will such a person, after all these years of service to the Republic, mm -hmm. be able to live a decent life in retirement? Even when he's not getting one, as we see, because 2,600 Ghana cities in today's Ghana is serious. It's a very, very serious. And this is somebody who's been teaching for 26 years. Yes. So the assumption is that if somebody entered the profession fresh, mm -hmm. they'll be on a lower salary level than this. Yes. Because 26 years would mean that there have been promotions, mm -hmm. there have been different studies to improve yourself, right? Did he even say that he had masters or something? Let me read the message again. Mm -hmm. uh, Bernard. I've been teaching for 26 years. Mm -hmm. I've been a subject teacher since. I have a master's degree in my subject area. My take-home salary is 2,630 CDs. I, choose to, I chose to teach because of the influence of my mom, who was a teacher, and my friend teacher, who was a good teacher. Now, the person has added more information. 
now teaching at the secondary level in Accra. I have four children. Bernard. No, 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 no. I mean, okay, no. let me let me ask another question. Do you have a spouse and does your spouse also earn a salary? Because you have four children. Uh, I mean, this is really interesting. And how do you supplement your income? Please, we won't mention your name on it. We just want to know. Do you do extra classes? Because this 2630 would then mean that if you were the only person looking after these four kids, uh-huh. that would be almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So, do you do extra classes? Do you teach people in their homes? How do you have time for that? Do you have a spouse? Does your spouse earn income? How are you surviving? Do you have your own house? Do you pay rent? How do you get to work? Do you drive a car? Do you use a bicycle? You know, what school do your kids attend? Please, we want more information. When you go to Kogwa, <laughs> so if you dis- divide the 8630, if you divide the 86 Ghana CDs by five, because, you know, if you assume that he doesn't have a spouse, mm-hmm. and you add the kids and you divide it by five, you get 17 Ghana CDs a day. Be serious. 17 Ghana CDs. That's how much the household is having to depend on. One, one person in that household would take 17 Ghana CDs. Can't you do some mathematics to prove that the person will survive? Because they say Ghanaians are magicians. So can't you find, can't you figure out how they are surviving? Bernard, so you, 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 you imagine the accommodation that you... Because on average, mm-hmm. if you want to live... You want to live in Accra in a decent accommodation these days. Some of the things you see mm. and they tell you is 1,500 Ghana cities a month, yeah, or 2,000 or 3,000 Ghana cities a month. Mm-hmm. Im- just imagine, I think you should ask some those uh, ask yeah. him those questions. The type of accommodation that he's in, where his children are living, where do they, where do they even live? Yeah, I mean, because. With 2,600 Ghana cities, you must be a mis- magician in Accra. To so be what, that, what that would mean is that they would probably be living within the fringes of the capital where accommodation is much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Then they would obviously be using public transport if you don't have a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And um, the, I'm, I'm hoping that there's NHIS card for healthcare. Which doesn't cover everything. You know, and then... I'm, I, I, I suspect this person as a spouse because this person is between 26 years means that their children will be much older. Mm-hmm. So their children will be probably teenagers or older. Mm-hmm. So some of them may be in university. And he's paying fees. <laughs> Charlie, that is serious. <laughs> so, you know, so either the person is taking loans or the person lives in a family house because, you know, that's why the loans are also very popular. Because when I meet myself, I know they see top. <laughs> and you, you are doing like three jobs. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy must, must be there. No. 2,630 CDs take home pay. Because by the... T- I'm, I'm sure that he is even crediting so many things. Most likely. And by the time the month is gone, mm-hmm. he's having to share all of these things because people will come with their, their all their demands. I want my 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 my. my so my, if the person is taking a loan, what that, what tends to happen is that a lot of these government workers, the loans, the loan companies sort of take the money from source. Mm-hmm. So we need to ask this person whether the two thousand six hundred is before loan or after loan, because some of them go and take loans and then there's deductions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure if this two thousand six hundred and thirty is pre-loan or post-loan so please send me more information on this because you know a lot of them take salary loans uh-huh. so maybe your salary is 4k mm-hmm. but you've taken a loan to do uh, uh, to develop your house mm-hmm. so then the controller pays and then they deduct from source mm-hmm. i don't know so i please i just want to know more uh, the person who sent this message i really want to <laughs> sky is scandalized by the 2030.00 ghana city salary
because I mean I have single people working in the media environment here who pay who are paid more than this <laughs> and who have worked less than two years, two years. right who have no dependents so somebody who's 26 2600 yes that's a very ungrateful nation to a man who's no but we need to be sure this is what the average teacher is paid maybe this person is an outlier there are people who, look there's even a message this one is anyone Somebody says, well, good morning. The salary issue is cutting across. I'm an immigration officer and I received 2,600 Ghana cities plus after all deductions. How many years of immigration work? Because for me, the key point is, is it 26 years in any profession? Girlfriend, we have worked in this job for like 18 years or whatever years. 26 years in any profession should mean that, and this person has a master's degree, Uh should mean that you are rising to manager level. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? Like, if you've done journalism for 26 years in a proper organization, you should. 26 years old. Bernard, don't go there. 26 years. Bernard, not good. 26 years. Bernard, do you want us to start talking no, about this? No, I'm coming. Don't go there. We're in 2023. So, 26 years means you've working since 1997. Yeah. You are telling me that someone working from 1997. When I had just left. Come uh, on. Uh, uh, Come on. Don't hey, go 2,600. Bernard. 2,000. You want us to move from teachers to no, journalists? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, no, I'm just saying that 26 years is a lot. So fa- Sky should go factor down. that into the discussion. I should hold on what? <laughs> you want us to go so there? So yes, so deal with your teachers. Yes. Are you saying that 26 years? <laughs> 26 years yes. in a profession. That means the person, is, the person is like, if you if you do a job for 26 years, you are probably like at manager level. Yes. Uh-huh. No, it depends on the structure of the institution you work in. You understand? It depends on the structure of the institution you work in. So because it will get to, you might have worked there for 26 years, mm-hmm. but there might be barriers to progress based on different a, things. The is a master's degree holder. So you'd expect that the person could be like a director or something. Or oh, some potentially director. could yeah. be. But that's what I'm saying. That it depends on the structure of the institution you work in. You understand? Because uh, the way our system also so, works. So, okay, let's put it this way. I get your point. So, for example, if you are working in a hotel mm-hmm. and you started out as maybe a waiter, mm-hmm. If you develop yourself in the way this person has developed themselves uh-huh, within the first system. degree to master's degree, mm-hmm. I'm not sure you'll still be a waiter in for the, in, the, in, the, in the proper environment, you should be able to yeah, rise to a certain point within Good. the organization. And this person is teaching. And this person says she started as a subject teacher. teacher. Mm-hmm. So let's assume the person is teaching math. math. The same school. The person doesn't say. But the person says, I'm now teaching at a secondary school level. So it means they're starting from primary school. Okay, primary school. And they've done it for 26 years. Mm-hmm. So this person and the person has a master's degree. Yes, a secondary school level. So that person that means the person is in the public school yes. system. So second, so master's DHS. degree mm. two thousand six hundred is very small. Charlie. Because you, if you convert that no. to dollars and, and you for twenty six years, twenty six years. It's small. But I'm also saying it's basically saying it's not the it's girlfriend's I'm point. I'm not to scandalize the girlfriend's point is that it's not the same, it's, it's not different for any other profession. That's what we do here. Are you sure? Generally. In the whole country. Yes. 26 years 26 years it does not hey. matter I, I, no I, you know there is you see there are intervening oh. factors go for it if somebody stayed in an organization oh. for 26 years and was say like a driver mm-hmm. right and the person did not add value to themselves or could not mm-hmm. and that they were still a driver for 26 years i understand you but i'm saying this is a knowledge-based sector mm-hmm. yes a knowledge-based sector like teaching or even media or medicine if somebody has risen as a normal graduate and gotten a master's degree in 26 years, mm-hmm. they obviously have risen in the profession. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know I me? Mean? So it's very it's, it's a problem for me. Bernard. It's a problem. I, I he's trying to say that it's a national problem. Mm-hmm. It's not just teachers 
who who would have taught for 26 years get a master's degree and be getting 2600 yeah but we contextualize the discussion which is what they are at the heart of what we yeah. aspire to reach yeah they are the people who are producing the next doctors they are the people producing the next policemen so yeah. all these people who are needed yeah. for the journalists too they are the people who are training all of these people yeah so if someone who has taught for 26 years has seen all of these people because if you go through his profile the kinds of people who would have gone through his class you can point that oh someone today out of his class is a teacher a doctor or this that that 26 years because mm. since 1997 and so when you contextualize the discussion like that yeah and you you you, you situate his pay within yeah, that it, it's a problem it's not because, because very see, let, let's let's let, let's 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 be honest mm-hmm. master's degree 26 years 2600 is not it's very bad it's about like bad. Let, let's not even it's it, i i feel like if somebody started working with me for 10 years and the person came with a normal degree and the person degree for 10 years with a master's degree they will not be earning 2600 cities i mean you've paid people salaries you've oh paid, I, I still pay salaries white people God, are you telling me that when you, if you hire somebody in the company you were working for previously mm-hmm. and the person came in with a normal degree and the person stayed with you for 10 years mm-hmm. and the person had in, gotten a master's degree in those 10 years maybe like an online journalist are you telling me do not end 2000 but that's why i'm saying that because in the environment i Come worked on. in one on. no no hold on in the environment i would that's what i'm saying depends on the structure the environment i worked in it was foreign it was a foreign-owned company anybody who who was employed by me Okay. will tell you that they were paid okay. way above let's come the to, normal market let's price come, let, i know what you're trying to say with like the average newspaper or low media house but if you have if you have a serious establishment mm-hmm. even for a decade of work with a master's degree sure. and you see the reason i'm saying is that a lot of the work the teacher does is documented work a lot of people yeah. who claim to work in some of these other professions we, can, we don't even know what they are doing the point is that you can't be a teacher and not work yeah, because yeah, 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 easy, you can you, you know you can skive there's a, a british expense called yes. skiving where you can you, come to work and just be moving around yeah. and say okay no, but like, if you are teaching. if you are teaching in a school for 10 years mm-hmm. even if you are losing yeah, yeah, because you have 40 scripts to mark you have to prepare left hand you have to do so teaching yeah, so you have supervisors uh-huh. visiting there are some jobs that if you do you can't say you won't work mm-hmm. you know and if this is true that and i don't want to generalize this is the average but this person is texting me and the person is seems highly educated and very conscientious <laughs> You got to read a message for you, it's, though. It's, Let me it's, add one. This it's, one says, serious. Bernard, I began teaching in 2014 as a class 4 teacher where I was paid below 500 Ghana CDs in a private school. Okay. In addition, I taught GA mm-hmm. class 1 to GHS 3 mm-hmm. and was still paid 500 CDs. Mm-hmm. On a normal day, I'm always busy. Because this 2014? Of, yes, back then. On a normal day, mm-hmm. I'm always busy because I always have a class to teach, even to the point where I had to skip break sometimes in order to meet my work schedule for a day. Mm-hmm. The highest I have made in the mainstream is 1,000 Ghana cities. But I make more teaching outside school. Mm-hmm. So after COVID, I've specialized in home tuition and education consultancy. Mm-hmm. And I'm making more as well as I have more time for myself and my family. So he's left there. Yes, to find his own niche. So the highest he was paid while he was there was a thousand, thousand cities. This is a private school. Yes. Wow. It says, in, I run both the Cambridge and the national curriculum. Mm-hmm. Now, I teach students from basic schools to senior high school. And it's great for me. Mm. I have time to educate myself as well. Wow. And to be effective in my education. So, teaching. how much is he able to get now? And that's a question I must because ask. Because that's also serious. So, you're saying that from 500, he only rose to 1,000. Yes. In the years that 
so this is maybe 2014 to 2020 mm-hmm. so six years only thousand cities COVID. but he joined COVID, he left the private school and started doing his own teaching mm-hmm. and he's any so probably if he teach three families mm-hmm. and they even pay you thousand two mm-hmm. per child mm-hmm. that's like three thousand six yeah so you see people so the education system may lose this person mm-hmm. to private home tuition mm-hmm. so the 40 kids who may be depending on her for teaching in a public school will not get or a private school will not get her mm-hmm. and she'll be doing it for rich people and getting the thousand five hundred yeah so we've lost this person you know because if you so are you arguing that private schools pay worse than public schools is that your, is that your argument that mm-hmm. the average private school will pay teachers worse than the public school that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm, the question I was asking with the private school was a concern that two teachers have brought up. Yeah, we should compare that because you know I've almost always stuck to my tier system, which yeah. is today you reminded mm-hmm. yeah. me. Tier one, tier one schools should be paying that that because so if you, you teach at, uh, uh, for example, Akosobo International, fourteen thousand dollars and you so 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 five hundred cities. Let's yeah. mention, let's mention the school. So for example, Nipley, Nipley teaches at uh, Christian, Christian High. High, or you have TIS, SOS, those Lincoln, those, those people. Alpha Galaxy, Beta. Alpha. These are the yes, big yes, schools. Yes. yes. Now, now, now you're saying the middle ones are the ones that are now coming. So no, the, the, no, the middle ones that are even old, but it, have been there for a while. For a while. Know, I don't want to mention names. They, but they know themselves. The middle level schools. Yes. Then the third tier. Well, Martin, is Martin the Price public or private? Martin the Price is private. Martin the Price is tier one. Do they pay that much fees? They don't pay as much fees as, as the, the tier one. As the, no, as the tier ones, but I say tier one. What about a school like? Uh, but don't pay that much fees yeah but, sir, so but i want you, the church i want you to do the tiers on school fees not mm-hmm. on quality yeah so for example ancilla school martin de poris mary mm-hmm. madogu council these are church schools they teach well but they don't charge the high school yeah, fees. but what is the rich church what school? is considered high so if you paid four thousand dollars would that be high that's middle because people are paying, paying ten thousand Ghana yes. cities so if you pay between Three thousand to five thousand is middle. Okay. Now, if you have a school that pays school fees, maybe at grade four, mm-hmm. for four thousand Ghana cities, fourth grade. That's like upper level of middle. So, if they are paying four thousand in grade four, their GHS is paying five thousand, six thousand. And then when they are doing the international curriculum, is more. More. Yes. So such a person should tell you their fees. They, they are salary that we can compare uh-huh. because this twenty-six year. Because those ones are the ones that are child. Yes, this twenty-six person is teaching a public school. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are teaching in a school that charges, say, 4000 for class 4, mm-hmm. and you are a class 4 teacher, mm-hmm. I expect you to be paid more than 2630 Because of what this guy is saying. Mm-hmm. That, right. Yeah. But the other point you shouldn't forget is that the, 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 the government schools, government pays the yeah. teacher's salary. And if, you run, if you run, if you go to the person teaching this private school you are talking about, they have to spend money on infrastructure. Mm-hmm. They have to build the school themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to provide all the amenities yes. they have to feed the students mm-hmm. so it's much more electricity bills everything uh, is on them. so maybe you could even say in another country if government could intervene with some subsidy then it could even re- reduce the private school fees course, yeah. do you get me so mm-hmm. if like, the government could say we'll pay 10 percent of the salaries of private school teachers mm-hmm. then you can say that there should be a way in which the government can ask the schools to also reduce their fees a bit. Yeah, but they really I was I was thinking that during COVID, that was what we could have done to say mm-hmm. private schools are as important as public schools because they fill an important gap. You go to Kaswa, there are a lot of private schools. So mm-hmm. you could say, pay the private school teachers better by 10% or we'll pay 10% of their salaries. Mm-hmm. But reduce the school fees so that more people can enter. Yeah, but if another, th- another, uh, hold on, for me. another interesting thing which we can factor into this conversation is, mm. you know, um, there was an observation I made. So, um, most of the time when I go to 
watch my football team train. Mm-hmm. They train in a public school, on a okay. public school park. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, for instance, this teacher who is earning 2,600, something that caught my attention was, I realized that as soon as it's around one or mm-hmm. two, most of the teachers who were parents would go pick up their kids. From which school? From private schools. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about... Public school parents, parents have their kids in private schools. Public school teachers. Teachers, yes, have their kids in private have schools. Their kids, the one at least the place I was at, they will not let their child come to the school that they're teaching. I, from from the pitch that I ha- I had been on for the past month and a half, you didn't my see observation. Most of them were going around to their kids. one o'clock, two o'clock. You would see at least fifty or sixty percent of the teachers who are parents leave to go and pick up their kids or their kids are brought to them from a private school from a private school they wear different uniforms you, you know the government schools they wear uniforms mm-hmm, yeah. so, so, wearing green so, two, green point, so, so two points there the teacher in a public school may not even be confident enough to bring their child to the school that they teach in. and then mm-hmm. two if they are attending a private school it costs more they are, so how so are they finding money how to are they pay? finding money to even with the, pay with the public yes, teachers salary maybe their spouse is subsidizing yeah, yeah that, that could or, be, but i'm just saying it's or, also something you put in the or, equation or they could be teaching on the side. Um, better, yes, yes. Better. Because, mm-hmm. and this point, sorry, before you come in, the, mm-hmm. the point you made about this person, I had a teacher who used to teach in a school, all right, and they were then making some time to come and teach my children. One of them said to me, look, when I calculated how much I was being paid in the school and the stress they were giving me, I decided to add value to myself and become a homeschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And this guy was earning more for teaching at home than working. So he resigned from the school, and he has like five kids that he teaches in different times. Mm-hmm. Morning, he'll come and do two hours here. When he puts together how much he gets, it's more than the teacher. His mother is getting, and there's less stress. Mm-hmm. Right? He can reschedule the times to suit his own agenda. So, I think there's a point to also be made about the low pay in the private schools. Because when the teachers realize that they can add value to a child at home, mm-hmm. and the parent realizes that I want to hire this child to come and do two hours a day, mm-hmm. that 1,005 is paid. If he does 1,005 for four, families that's six thousand mm-hmm. the school will not give him six thousand that's right so there's also a high attrition rate for teachers mm-hmm. in private schools because of the low pay yeah all right yeah. but let's read a few more comments uh, in the meantime though uh, if you are a homeschool teacher please get in touch but oh you, you need some yes yeah, but the ruling rule is that you should you should speak and be able to teach ever but you should be able to speak what, and what, teach what, what class are you looking for oh i'm looking for someone who can teach you know children between the ages of four ten. I'll, I'll tell you something else happened mm-hmm. to me so my my teacher who was helping my kids mm-hmm. he got a job outside teaching he left oh so so funny thing this guy was teaching oh. in the school uh-huh. and then he's he sort of got like four or five kids to teach mm-hmm. so he left the school and started teaching me and other people's kids mm-hmm. Then he got a job he had applied for. This guy has a, a, a master, I think has a master's degree. Mm-hmm. He got a job in a civil society organization, in an NGO. Mm-hmm. And he left all my children and everybody that child is going to do that work. Oh. So he's, so the school system has suffered twice. Oh. And this guy was very good. Though. Very good, Charlie. So he, but the good thing though, that he got me another teacher. Okay. From the same school that he was teaching who had also stopped teaching and was now doing private school teaching oh, I see. so now there's like a homeschooling network of mm-hmm. teachers who are like charlie mm-hmm. the school is not paying as well so we are going to work on our own and he managed to get me one teacher from that network mm-hmm. which is how i'm surviving today oh oh but he's got a job with a, 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 a this ngo and he's happy he brought a letter i said charlie they give they call me <laughs> the, the, the pay is big Actually, I, no funny, I, it's very interesting and I'm, i'll mention this guy's name the salary was about 
it, obviously more than he was getting in uh, school mm-hmm. because the salary was around four thousand for a private sector ngo type job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah some other conditions yes i think the school was not paying him that him that much mm-hmm. so he felt like this four thousand is more secure mm-hmm. and then there were also better conditions yeah so he left of course you get some health related yeah. you know, and this guy's one of the best teachers he was very patient with the guy so i had to luckily he got me another teacher wow wow you know wow. imagine if he didn't give me if i didn't treat him or he didn't so give me another teacher. By now you are teaching you you know <laughs> so yes yeah, guy is looking for a teacher yeah that's right that's yeah. right you should be able to speak and teach ever write yeah. it write it yes. yes that's 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 but you should but how, how, how much will you pay Oh, you want me to disclose that? What's the range? <laughs> you know, something in between. How many okay. kids? How many kids will the person teach? Four kids. Hey! Four, Four kids? kids. Yeah. Between what classes? Um, so that's what I'm saying. Between that, like uh, class two. Yeah, from cl- class, class two to two, class six. Yeah, to no, not class six. Uh, class uh, four. There. Class two to yeah. class four. Yeah, that's right. That range. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Four kids. It's a lot though. Don't you think you need two teachers to do this work? <laughs> four kids. Yeah, four kids. You know, you side, but you know that teaching four kids homes is more difficult than teaching twenty kids in a school. Yeah, that's true. Because when once you come to their house, you are personalizing the teacher, and they are alone to themselves well, in their house. Some of them are that be and things. Yeah. So four kids is a lot too. Yeah, but that be rule doesn't apply in my home. So your house, they can do them like normal. School. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't run my home. You yeah, empower no. them to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's ah, okay. not a democracy. So please call me and I'll manage this thing for Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this comment. This comment is um you know it's touching. It says, "Good morning, Mr. Sky, and Mr. Bernard. Please, please, please." I want to support this teacher who is taking 2,600 Ghana CDs a month. Mm-hmm. Send me his Momo contact, Abba, and I will send him my support. Okay, this okay. Is bad. This is coming in from Rosemary in Geneva, Switzerland. Uh, Rosemary, we'll get in touch with you. Uh, this one says, good morning, Bernard. Mm-hmm. In Korea, mm-hmm. uh, not just education, but they use practical education to develop. Only in Ghana, teachers are not respected because we do not know the value of education it's coming in from uh, john abbott in saku mono okay this one says good morning bernard i am a teacher in a private school kutubabi mm-hmm. as well as the head teacher my salary is 600 ghana cities oh stop <laughs> oh, stop <laughs> but i don't know if you <laughs> meanwhile i spend nine hours with the learners in the classroom stop that class teacher is 600 it, ghana then it must be a private school yeah it says a, pri- a private school in in kutubabi so this this will likely be a tier three no, it mean not even tier three. This might be tier five or something. <laughs> because I think six hundred tier five, tier three. No, in government categorization. Ah, okay. This is tier three. The tier three schools are almost the same as the public, public schools. schools. Tell about this six hundred. If this person was in the public school, they'll be paid much more. Yes, because of other because of allowances, their, you know, because in the public school they are unions. Six hundred for a head teacher. They have, yeah, they have yeah, unions yeah. and other things. Six hundred so, Ghana cities. You are spending nine hours with the teachers. Bernard, 600 divided divided 600 by what? 600 divided by what? But don't you think that this lady's organization should be doing more? Helga. uh, What's what's the name of the organization? Helga. Is it Naka? They have a name. Nakab or something. I saw their title. Because you can't can't be paying a head teacher. Dr. Ampedu. Yes, you can't be be paying. What's the name of the organization? Dr. Ampedu. Nakab. Yeah, Charlie. They should be able to regulate this. Charlie. A head teacher in a private primary school passes and Well, I mean, then we should ask what's the the what's today is the uh, what do you call it the minimum wage in Ghana really? It's probably lower than the minimum wage. 
And a minimum wage person will earn like 400, 400. cities a month. And a teacher in a private uh-huh. school. Teacher. teacher. Is it 10 teacher? hours. No. And this school is Kotobabi. OJ is Kotobabi. Charlie. No, no, sir. He's a te- if he's a teacher in a private school, as well as the headmaster and earns 600. Charlie, you're right. I'm going to have to add tier 5 to my... Yeah, this is what I'm like. This is what I'm like. Charlie. Charlie. Are they shocked? Anyway, go on. More comments. This one says, Good morning, City CBS. I started teaching immediately after senior high school due to the love I had for the profession. I continued during my university days till I graduated from school. I stopped last November due to demotivation and the lack of support from other teachers. Um, I was seen as someone who took the job like my father's work by my colleagues at the staff common room. My um, headmistress uh, passed silly comments during uh, staff meetings because I always stayed back to help the weak students. And this was bringing to visit the school for their appreciation. This is coming in from someone who calls himself Abduha Lim from Adenta. I, I have the breakdown of the salary structure mm-hmm. of the GES for mm-hmm. teachers. Okay. How does Starting it Starting like? from, and this is in how many levels? The levels are about uh, have levels, eh? 20, they are about 25 levels. Okay. 25 levels. So it starts from level 1 to level 25H. So level 1L and then level 1H. So one low, one high, two low, two high, all the way to 25. Mm. So, 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 the lowest, 25. so the lowest level... This person earns 434 CDs net. Uh-huh. All right. So this person's annual basic salary, and this is 2021, 2023. So this is mm-hmm. January I'm talking about. So single spine salary structure GS effective this year. The lowest level teacher will earn 434 CDs a month. That's the lowest level. And in the level 1L, <laughs> there are eight steps. So this person's salary will increase to 441, 448, 455, 462, 470. So by the time the person gets to level 1H, then the salary would have increased from 434 to 493. Then he has entered level 1H. Those in the 1H, their salary range is between 493 Ghana CDs to 542. When they move to level two, salary range is 501 CDs all the way to five, 604 CDs. Right? So this is level two. Now it goes all the way. Level two, so you have level two low, two high, three low, three high. You go all the way. So this is almost 50 steps because you have one L, one H, all the way to 25 H. You get me? So it's, mm-hmm. 20, it's 50 levels of teaching. Mm-hmm. The highest level of teacher under the GES for basic this is basic salary structure mm-hmm. so this is for schools it's for all schools level 25H the salary is now 8,271 CDs 8,000 per month this is the highest level of teacher this is level 25H the net salary and at what and, and, and what what level of teaching in the context of uh, is it secondary or basic school or I think this applies across. So the 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 levels have been listed. So there are levels and steps. Mm-hmm. So there are fifty levels. One L is one low, one H is one high, and it goes to twenty five high. Wow. And then within each level there are 
seven to eight steps. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm bringing this because somebody was teaching for 26 years, yes. and the person's so find salary is 2,630. Now I can easily find you what level the person is. Mm. This 2,630, if you move within, the person is at level 15. Level 15H, step four. So this person who is earning 2630, mm-hmm. if you go to the salary structure that I have in front of me, mm-hmm. the person is level 15H, level 15 high, and the person is within that level at stage four. Wow. <laughs> so they can move to 16L, and then they go to 16H, 17L, all the way. So they still have a, a long way to go. Oh, no. 26 years yeah so this 26 so by the time you reach level 50 it's up like 90. <laughs> <laughs> by, the t- by the time this person who is 26 years of teaching uh-huh. at level 15 age uh-huh. if she if she lives longer maybe she'll get to level 20. No. so by the time they get to level 20 then they will start earning level 20 start earning four thousand oh, no. level 20 four thousand it's serious this is it's, it's, it's serious. It's not just. It's serious. So back to the main point I made. So we're saying that the educational sector must be prioritized as the center of Ghana's economic development agenda. And by education, we talk about human development. Then the teacher must be prioritized within that educational sector in terms of their training, in terms of their motivation, in terms of their remuneration and then in terms of their retention okay now it's easy to say but the devil is in the detail let me go back to my teacher who said the end 2600 mm-hmm. to make the point so this person has a master's degree mm-hmm. start has is a subject teacher as against a pupil teacher so subject teachers are more qualified than pupil teachers this person or generally this person take home pay is 2600 we found out that her level is 15h step four loves teaching lives in accra teaches at the secondary level has four children married and husband was a teacher too but now lecturing all the universities okay until the husband started lecturing they were taking loans and doing extra classes and petty trading oh charlie so this is the story of many teachers extra classes Mm-hmm. <laughs> loans and petty trading two of the children have completed university uh, that's amazing Charlie. one is in medical school wow and the last one is in shs2 no this this must be some wonder i think we have to interview the person Charlie, guys at some point husband was teaching uh-huh. has moved to university first two of the children have finished university uh-huh. So they are presumably working. Mm-hmm. One is in medical school, and the last one is in SHS two. So medical school fees are pretty high. Yeah. Thank God we don't have to pay rent. We have health insurance that takes care of the family. Ben, it's not been easy. It's all the grace of God. Wow, that's that's that's, that's So when you say Ghanaians are not resilient or Ghanaians are no not magicians. hardworking, I think it's not fair because you have this. I mean, this is an average Ghanaian family mm-hmm. teacher lecturer four kids the woman is on a salary of 2006 i don't even think the man probably the man will be earning around 7k mm-hmm. as a lecturer mm-hmm. probably yeah probably yeah so if you put their salary together That's if he's even doing so if you put the, if you put the, the family is about 10k mm-hmm. four kids university 
Charlie. It's so they were adding petty trading mm-hmm. loans and extra classes. So you're talking about a regular teacher who will be selling petty care in the in the classroom. No, or maybe they'll do something and add to that. Not necessarily in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> so based on what I've said, based on what I'm saying, this person should be given accommodation. Yeah. If they haven't been given already, so whether they are, so maybe the husband should be in a university and they should live on campus. Mm-hmm. This person should have an NHIS that works properly, all right. And if they don't live on campus, should be given accommodation and also some tra- transportation allowance. Mm-hmm. Their children should right. go to school free of. Child. Now, why is this important? Now, if this person is poorly paid, which we know they are, and they have to do extra classes, it means that the students. The 70 students in her class will suffer mm-hmm. because if she has to go and do two families extra classes to subsidize her income to, to supplement her income and she has to do petty trading it means that the normal time on task will reduce the quality of what she's giving these people will go down because she's thinking about extra classes so if i have 70 scripts to mark i will give them objectives because i can't finish marking 70 scripts and go and do extra classes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you see how the thing cascades mm-hmm. so you have a poor poorly paid teacher mm-hmm. their focus is is shifting to extra classes and there's even moral hazard there because if i have two of the kids in the fam in the class whose parents can afford it then i'll go to the house and teach them mm-hmm. so it then becomes my pet student wow. you, you see where the whole thing goes now the orange seller who is in this person's class their child will not get extra classes and you're even annoying the teacher by saying please go i don't understand the work mm-hmm. because she has to add petty trading and extra classes so at the end of the day because of the poor salary that the average student is getting a poorer quality of teaching and this is actually a good teacher mm-hmm. who wants to teach mm-hmm. but practically cannot survive on 2600 so what should we do it's a serious conversation that needs to be had wow. you know and we are not saying we have the answers we are, we are highlighting a problem which we admit there's a general problem of low pay in the society but we are saying that teachers are so important to everything because a bad teacher will produce a bad doctor. That's the thing. A bad teacher will produce a bad president. A bad teacher will produce a bad journalist. <laughs> so, like, the, the, if a teacher is bad, it produces a bad everything. Yep. So, if we want to correct the system, if the quality of teaching is good, a lot of things will be good. So, teacher has multiplier effect than most. So, maybe we can give the teachers a premium for multiplier effect. How many other professions go through teaching? Possibly everyone. Everybody. So, give them a multiplier find a way of increasing their remuneration or their motivation well, oh i'm being told that uh, the level 25 is a university level uh, oh, okay something. so no but gs doesn't pay g gs well, doesn't someone pay. who understands the system is ah, okay. telling me that so 25 h yeah it's just okay. a university. so they agree that this person getting 2600 is in level 15 because when you look at the skill that's what the person gets wow so 26 years of teaching level 15. 26 years old mm. she has to do 10 more years to get to level 20. 20, 20, 20. Oh, no. And you know, it's sticky, it's sticky, it's sticky up, sticky yeah. downwards. <laughs> so to go up is tougher. Yeah. I think some people have sent uh, voice notes. We can play a couple uh, okay, and then we read some comments. Okay, we're having some technical challenge with that. We'll just read some comments. Normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah comments on this okay uh this one says good morning bernard i was fortunate enough to be educated in the uk from primary uh, level i struggled with maths until i had a lady math teacher who started to take extra steps to help mm-hmm. um help you know basically helping some of us mm-hmm. um, 
uh, with mathematics, uh, with storytelling and pictures and uh, objects. She also introduced us to Microsoft Excel in 1996 and her class, everyone did extremely well as a result of what uh, she did. Mm -hmm. And um, many of us aced the exams. Mm -hmm. This was his aid, Bernard. Mm -hmm. You will cry if you see the pay slip of a government school teacher. You will weep. all over. My wife teaches at SHS. I see her upset with her salary. I wish she would stop, but she says that's what she wants to do. She's a graduate teacher. She earns 2,200 gross. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> it means she's around level 11. Because if 15 age is earning 2,600, this one is 2,200 gross. Hey! Mm? This one says, oh, Godfrey. They are underpaid. My lady friend teaches at Amasaman. Mm -hmm. She's paid 300 Ghana CDs a month. This is in, in connection with the private school teacher. This one is in Godfrey's level 6. And this is in 2023. A young lady who... Mm. Basic 5. Bukati in New Ningo says, Bernard, the 2,630 is among even the higher ones. Most teachers I know earn between 1,000 CDs and 1,800. He's right. It's in that category. So the bracket... In fact, let me go back to that. This person is right. So the thousand to the thousand eight hundred bracket will be between level. Give me one minute. Level um yeah level seven L all the way to level uh from level seven L all the way to level thirteen L. So from level seven to so thousand to thousand eight hundred, level seven to level thirteen. So a large chunk of teachers are in that level, thousand thousand eight hundred. So even the two thousand six hundred is an exception. So twenty six years is a long time teaching, right? Uh, read a few more comments. So this one says, uh, Bernard, at the pre-tertiary level, the level you teach doesn't affect your salary. Mm -hmm. It is your rank. So ask the teacher about his or her rank in the GES. Mm. If he does get promoted. We will be stuck. Well, somebody can explain that. Bernard, it takes about 20 years to get to principal superintendent in GES. Mm -hmm. Their salary is not up to 3,000. But why should it take 20 years? Principal superintendent? That's, that's, a, that's a good question you're asking as well. What, what are the requirements for getting promoted? Really? Is it going back to school or number of years you taught in, in a particular level? Or? You see, and you are right. You see, because we think that when you get a master's degree, it means you're promoted. If you didn't get GES approval for your master's, or if you didn't do a GS approved course, mm -hmm. your masters will not add to your promotion. So that's why. So it's not just the masters; it's the structure of yes, where you work. It's the structure. You can so have a master's degree, but they'll say it was not approved. But is it the right structure, though? Yes, the two thousand six hundred and thirty is which I saw a level thirty. It was fifteen. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is that I do, I don't know what that fifteen means in terms of how you the, the rank. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, but the, the qualifier is that it's not just how many years you teach. But mm -hmm. if you are teaching and you are doing the right things, mm -hmm. then you'll be promoted within the structure. Mm -hmm. But what, 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 what does that say then for a certain level of... So, for instance, let's say there's somebody who comes to run education in Ablikuma West. Mm -hmm. And by virtue of... The person has a particular approach to education in Ablikuma West and mm -hmm. manages to transform Ablikuma West. So, exam scores are up, attendances are high. Mm -hmm. You basically see a significant change. And then maybe... Uh, Bosa North mm -hmm. notice the work that is being done, and Bosa North District Education Office say, Okay, this person has done a great job here. We want to bring that person. Mm -hmm. And so, there's kind of like you can, you're actually allowed to mm -hmm. say, I can offer you 
a house, accommodation, transport, X, would you leave Ablekuma West and to go. come to Busa North he, within the same structure of no. the Ghana? I'm just saying, the person should it not no. be possible? Good question. The question you are asking raises the question of the politics of even the way GES yes. works. Number one, do we even reward people on the basis of performance? Mm. So this person, you are you are describing an ideal situation where we can tell that this person has added value. For most of these people, it's an internal struggle. I've gone to do a master's degree. I've stayed here for ten years. My approval has come through because somebody at the top likes me, mm. so they've raised me. So I don't think it's a meritocracy. And that's that's a general. I think that's also a general public sector so, thing yeah. here, because I I, I know of said some of the places where you can they, they will hire you as a master's degree holder yeah but will tell you that it can only kick in after you earn a master's degree whilst you yeah. are within and then they will also the they will also yes. do, they will also do a promotional interview so sometimes you have to have people in the promotional it's very complex but hey. and another information we've gotten so this person this person this our our, our case study of 26 years is a principal superintendent wow so principal superintendent is really high ends 2600 luckily first child is working second one is doing national service third one is in medical school fourth one is shs2 so she's almost done so by the time the doctor saying finishes, it takes you unfortunately what, how many years 20 years, years to get there or what no but the first child so, so now the first child is working so the first child will not depend on them again hopefully. imagine what they went through today. then the second child is doing national service so maybe two three years uh-huh. is working medical school so no, so, so you see so let's come back to this so if this person's child finishes medical school mm-hmm. finishes housemanship and gets a job in america would you tell them not to go <laughs> after everything we made yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. so we so have to say ah shall I stay and help say ah okay so let, let's make it interesting go for it so let's assume this person and uh, mm-hmm. his her, 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 her son or let's say her daughter <laughs> finishes medicine i say legon or tech <laughs> does a housemanship at 37 <laughs> and then they push the person to um the place why east why east if you were the mother, would you say they should go? You should wake up and do No, let's let's just be honest. This is the mother's decision. No, 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 no. Yeah, but the person, but the, 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 the research you read said that a lot of people choose professions and things based because on of their, their parents. parents. So yes. you are the you are the father of this person. Mm-hmm. She's your third-born daughter. Mm-hmm. She just finished medical school at Tech. Yes. And she has been posted to Wah East. Mm. As the only second doctor day, mm, it's her decision. That, yeah. it's not my decision. Yeah, but if she comes to you for advice, what will you say? She should make her own decision. She's no longer my. She's no longer child. You are avoiding the question. You know, you know, you know not the ideal Ghanaian mom. Your girlfriend, your girlfriend, girlfriend is a very liberal uh-huh. parent. She will come uh, at dawn. She will come at three forty-five. Oh. No, she will call you the mother. Yes. Yes. Then, <laughs> then, is Koku, I'm your mother. When they pull that card, <laughs> no, 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 no. you know when, when when they pull that card. When when I took my when I took up my position uh-huh. uh, in Kenya, uh-huh. you know the Garissa thing had just happened. So when I approached my mother, I wrote, I have I have I have been. Uh, I have been given a job posted to Kenya for the next couple of years to work. She was like, Hey, you know, our mothers. So, I was like, That's not as a deputy. Almost done a terrorist. I'm a Kunipa. Two important ideas here, based on what Godfather said. I think that the 
there should be a premium for people taking up postings to deprive communities okay. which premium should be aggressively enforced so that your bosa north example versus blikuma west example i think at the same level of teaching at bosa north should get a better salary than blikuma north yes so there should be the salary structure should for who for the person who's been sent yes there. the salary structures will have inbuilt prim, a bonus the further you are from a, an urban area so if you move out of tamale to busa north you should get probably a 15 percent premium that's point number one okay now this must be rigorous, rigorously enforced so that you balance out because if ablikuma north in accra is getting 2630 at least they are in accra their kids can go to martin de Porris. in fact if the person is in busa north the schools that they can get may not be the same so if you want to get them to go there add a bit more accommodation oh, yes. and uh-huh. money and all that kind of thing but, but that fact, does not exist a message that came earlier I, I i i was about reading it when when you came in the message was suggesting that mm-hmm. the pay levels are across the board it, it does not matter where you are in other words even if you are living in nankanduri you are competing in terms of the same salary with somebody who is in Accra. Yeah, that's what he, the point he uh, just made. Uh, which uh, is uh, that's what I'm saying. That uh-huh. you, you need, what you need to do is give an incentive for people to go to rural areas. Mm-hmm. But okay, actually, let's think about it more carefully. If you are t- if you live in Accra, uh-huh. let's Pressure assume on. let's assume you teach at uh, uh, Tunga. Mm-hmm. Two thousand six hundred can do much less than it can do in Busan North. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the point. Because cost of living is higher in Accra yeah. than in Busan North. Mm-hmm. So the incentive for going to Busan North should not necessarily be financial. Mm-hmm. It could be Accommodate. some accommodation, some health type thing, mm-hmm. which will make it easier to get good teachers to go there. Mm-hmm. All right? Because if you pay, if you pay me 2,600 and I live in uh, uh, Tunga and I teach in Sempe, mm-hmm. a lot of the 2,600 will go into accommodation. If I live in Chokom, all my so money is gone. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in Busan North, that 2,600 can offer me cheaper accommodation. So, what I'm just saying that we need to think more carefully about this. Okay, it's, we shouldn't just make a sweeping recommendation. But what we, what is clear is that if we want the country to be competitive, we must make this 26 year teaching person not have any incentive to leave the teaching profession because the person is being retained well. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's complicated when you start getting to the nitty gritty of the details. Mm-hmm. But all of us sitting here say twenty six years of teaching, two thousand six hundred, is not it's on. No, no, yeah. It's not on. Yeah. We'll wrap up with and a couple also, more comments. Maybe there may be need for us to decentralize education and mm-hmm. the payment for the same, mm-hmm. so that if it we, is decentralized, education is, is supposed to be yes. Education is very decentralized on paper. Yeah, but because it's run from the district office, which is why I made the reference to the fact that, for instance. <laughs> Per the point you were making, if you were teaching in Ablekuma North mm-hmm. and you have done an outstanding job and Busa North has yeah, education yeah. needs yeah. and feels that this person's skill set is what we need, we need, perhaps the appropriate system would be that they should be able to make you an offer. Yes. Even within the system that, that yeah. says, if you are earning 1,005, we'll give you 2,000 mm-hmm. plus ABCD to move up north. Let me, okay. just, let me just end with uh, some education from uh, a teacher. Okay. Diploma in education puts you at level 14.1 H level, so mm-hmm. I can See. check that. So that's the that's the grade of senior superintendent two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Diploma in education. Degree B Ed puts you on sixteen point one level. Mm-hmm. Grade of principal superintendent. After the principal superintendent, the rest are promotions. Assistant director, two, eighteen, 
1H. Assistant Director 1191H. With GS staff with responsibility, allowance like HOD, Housemaster, and those things, there's some other money coming in. So, key points. If you have a diploma in education, you're on level 14.1. Mm. If you have a degree in B.Ed., you are level 16.1. Assistant Director is level 18. Let me just take Assistant Director and... Uh, so let me let me just start for eighteen one. Can I enter straight to twenty five? Let me just check eighteen one for you. So assistant director level eighteen one. How much do they earn? Give me two seconds to check. Level eighteen low. They take home three thousand two hundred. Three thousand two hundred. And the assistant director one eighteen oh, H. Spend eight hours. So basically, what they're saying is that. The highest you can get is three thousand five hundred unless you are promoted. To be, and he's saying that after level after after that level is all promotion. So three thousand five hundred. But, but do those pro, do those um, promotions come with increase in, in salary? Yeah. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I think the point he's making is that majority of the years will end below three thousand five. Only few will get to the above three thousand five level. That's the that's the interpretation of this. So you, if you work in the system and you rise through normally, mm-hmm. the highest you can earn is three thousand five unless you are promoted to the director level where then you start earning what we consider to be useful. We'll take a break. Nathan, tell me something quickly about... Well, Vodafone. Vodafone Business presents Too Much Business, the number one mobile plan for businesses in Ghana today. With the Vodafone Too Much Business, you have the best mobile plan on the market that gives your business the best value. That means you have the flexibility to choose voice data and SMS packages that suit your business's size and ambition. Send starts to 0507779000 or email vodafonebusiness.gh at vodafone.com to sign up now vodafone feather together are you looking for a prime property to buy or invest for immediate returns with fifty thousand usd you can own one of the three bedroom apartments in sakumano estate for immediate haircut free returns and benefits we also sell and install original fuji elevators and escalators in your high-rise buildings and more so you can call or whatsapp 0200-535-515 or visit us at sakumano near the celebrity golf course this way property investment your haircut free investment Come back into the honest series where Kuda Akrankra talks about the Angola and their movement from where they originally came to their current location. Stay with us, we'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Welcome to another edition of your honest series for Heritage Month 2023. This program is on CTFM and CTTV and is brought to you by the National Lottery Authority. Today we are looking at the history of the Angolan, who are one of the main Evers within the ever larger ethnic group. My guest is a historian who has been writing, he's also been talking on these series, giving us very important histories throughout the month of March. Kweku Dakwan Christ, my guest. Kweku, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. So this is very interesting. I'm an Ever. And I'm inviting you to come and tell me about the history of Angolans. Mm-hmm. Every proper Evan knows that at some point we were in Motie. And we do know that King Agokoli was a very evil king. And we are all told how we had to leave Agokoli and come to settle here. We also know that we have cousins in Togo and we have cousins in Benin. And we have cousins in Nigeria. So most of us, we know this. But I just wanted to, to sort of start with that. Is Notier the original place 
where Everest came from, or the story starts before then? Yes, thank you very much. So the story, uh, depending upon who is narrating it, and it, it's divided to some, a lot of groups. There are some traditionalist historians from uh, the land who even trace it back to Israel. Okay. And they make a contentious argument that from some of their practices, just like the Gans, mm -hmm. they also moved from Israel and came down through Egypt and finally settled in the Oyo Kingdom uh -huh. in Nigeria mm -hmm. before finally the movement to Noche. You see, and for some we the historian knew that sort of all, all the ethnic group trying to trace themselves back to Israel is what we call Hamitic theory. Mm -hmm. We try to have something to do. And this history is mostly uh, underpinned by Christian religious thought. So an attempt to link up to Israel mm -hmm. just to be part of the Christian idea of people being the original members of the mm -hmm. Jewish tribes. Mm -hmm. So that is where it's burdened from. But as a concrete historical evidence of people moving from Israel to come, these are all based on conjectures and also certain social and religious practices which are akin between some of these ethnic groups and then some of the practices and customs we see in the Bible. So that is where the connection is. So you don't think the Hermetic theory is proven it's more later attempts to sort of synchronize Christianity with the, 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 the groups. But the, the more legitimate theory would be somewhere within the African sub-region. That, that, that is it, because when we look at the history of the Jews themselves, mm -hmm. the idea of Jews coming to Africa uh, to live in Egypt for over 200 years mm -hmm. into slavery is well explained in the Bible mm -hmm. about the Jewish exodus mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything at all, the contact between the Africans and the Europeans occurred in Egypt. That is where the convergence point is. So that one, it is without doubt mm -hmm. that the, even the Bible is an ample evidence of that contact between the Israelis or the Jews and the Africans. And if you, if you read the work by the Graf Johnson, the vanished history of the Negroes. He talks about the fact that these Jews came to Africa and they were around Tunisia, Morocco, moved all the way to Senegal area. So when you test the gene, uh, gene of uh, um, Fulanese, they do have a lot of Jewish blood in them. And that explains the Fulani color of having that fair color because there was a massive interaction between the Jewish uh, migrants and then the Fulanese who were then um, in, around the, the North Africa day. Mm -hmm. So that was his argument. I think that argument holds a lot of water because if you go and uh, if you look at the physical mm -hmm. uh, structure of the Fulanese, you can, uh, you know, see this. See uh, some traces. Yeah, traces of that. Yes. So we, from Anglo oral tradition, we hear of Ketu. A, a place in Nigeria as where they originally came from. Incidentally, if you go to my hometown, it's Ketu North. Yeah. And then if you come to Aflawa, it's Ketu South. And I do know there's a place in Nigeria still called Ketu. Yeah. So can we say the Anglos came from Ketu as their original starting point? Yeah, so that is true. So before I get that for you, so the Airways are only group who are at, in Nigeria among the Yoruba group. 
and that old group is what we call the Badagri. Badagri. That is the water area immediately okay. after Seme border. Okay. You see that they are in the watering area before you enter into Lagos. Anyone who have traveled by land will know this. So those Badagri group or the Owo people, they speak a form of airway mixed with some Yoruba language. So immediately after that, you get the phone people who are also Evans in old Dahomey now Benin. Then you come to uh, so this phone. This is Angeliki Angeliki Joe's people. People. Yeah. Or Jimon 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 Honsu. Yes, people. So from there, then you come straight to Togo. Then you get the Aja people there who are also always speaking. Then you get the gang. There is a mixture of infancy, away. And gang, so they are there. Some books call them Mina people, they are also there. So, some of the always call them the Sebe Sebe people who speak Sebe Sebe from Parliament, Abadrafo, and so their language is like a mixture of ever guy and fancy. And they live in the coast of Togo, Togo, they are called gang people, yes. So, up to Gredi, all those people speak this, um, the gang language, and then you come to Ghana, then the always are here, and some are also in Togo. And the Ewes or the Eve people, Eve means people of the valley, people of the valley. Mm. So these Eve people, that was the name that when they asked Chief Mrepo in Togo by the Germans, where, which how do you people call yourself? We, we are called Eve, mm -hmm. meaning people of the valley. Mm -hmm. And so um, these Eves in Ghana are also subdivided into the Awan. Then you have the Town, which are the Reverend people. Mm -hmm. You see, the Angola people are the people who have coiled themselves, okay, or people who have stopped or moved. I have coiled, I'm tired, so I'm I have tired. I have sort of mamua uh -huh. and I'm sleeping. Yes, sort of so time. and then you have the Evedome people yes. who are the northern area. So mm -hmm. we have this trade uh, group making the general the total area. So why the EV is the ethnolinguistic group, the sub ethnic groups are there. And if you look at it, the Anglo are south tongue, you can say on the middle, and then the Vedome is all the way up to Hohwe before you get to the OT region. I see. So, in is there any point at which they split up? What happened? How did they become those three groups? So, originally, they were within Ketu, who was then your kingdom, one of the biggest kingdom. And then they moved from the Oyo and came to settle in a place, also within Dahomey, which they also called Ketu. So if you want the recent from by um, uh, the women kings, we see an example of that spirit where the, the, the king has created his new Dahomey kingdom and they were the vassal state of the Oyo mm -hmm. and they have to come and fight them. Anyone who has not watched that from can. Where all, anyone who has also watched it will see the example I'm giving. Mm -hmm. So at Ketu, they, they decided to move. And when they moved, the group split into two. So one went to River Mono area. Mm. The Mono area, they settled there. Mm -hmm. And some other group also moved to River Ahau and Mono area. And then they also settled there. Within mm -hmm. that place, that is when those who were within the Ahau area, were also a group that will later become the Aono, the Be, and the Fon. And out of it, one moved to Tado, one of the group moved to settle at Tado, and another group moved to settle at Ketu. So within this movement, 
the one of the elders of the group that will become Anwar, led by their head court Be, and his son Gamedra, and then their grandson will be Tobewenya. Tobewenya. So Tobewenya and his group. So came Tobi to, Be, his son Gamedra, Gamedra, and his grandson is Wenya. Wenya. I came see. to settle at Nochi. Mm -hmm. So while the, his sister went to marry the king of Tado, which is uh, Ashimedi, Aja Ashimedi. Mm -hmm. So that is where he went to marry. And out of that marriage came an issue of a child called Penny. And Penny will later be called Sri. Sri. Uh -huh. Or Sri. Sri. Which means to respect mm -hmm. in, in, in every language. Mm -hmm. So while the Wenya was with uh, in Agokoli's uh, uh, kingdom of Noche, uh, his nephew, uh, Penny or Sri came to visit, and when he was coming, he brought the throne of Ashimedi, which was called Chipe. That is the Chipe, the rain, a cheese water, a stone. Yes, so it's the rainstone, okay. and it is believed that this tool has a power of making rains. When there's no rains, it can be called upon, mm -hmm. and then the rain will fall. Mm -hmm. So he brought this tool and came and settled among uh, the the people who were at um, uh, Noche mm -hmm. and the group were called Dobeau. Dobeau? Dobeau group. Dobeau. Uh -huh. So you said Siri means um, respect. So it's from the word Suroda. So if they say, you know, in every, if they say Suroda, it means to respect or to honor. Uh -huh. So if they say Suromauda, and I think that Suroda is where they sort of sorting it to make it Siri. Siri. So, because if you ask somebody what Siri means, they may not know, but that's the original that's the Anyway, original go on. So, when they, they came there, mm -hmm. at first they were living all right under mm -hmm. the first Agokoli. Mm -hmm. Then the new one that came, there were a lot of skirmishes fighting for rights and what have you between the original inhabitants of the Noche and then these new arrivals called the Dubiahu. Within this contestation, it led to enmity between them, mm -hmm. and Agokoli decided to support its own. But mm -hmm. prior to this uh, enmity, there was, a, there was a cordiality among them. Okay. And it was during this cordial period that even Agokoli will install or install Sri uh, as the chief or the head of the people with Wenya as an old man who was supporting them within that kingdom. Mm. This is the uh, Heritage Month on Air series. My guest, Kukuda Kankara. We're talking about the Angolo, but we're sort of tracing the history of ever generally, making reference to the four countries that they have found, Nigeria, Togo, Benin, Ghana. Now we are, we are sort of narrowing down to the role of Notier, because we started from Ketu as well. well. We'll narrow it down to how the Angolo came to settle and how they even got to places like Keta, Tegbi, Wei, and all those places within the larger Angolo group. This is the honor series. Today we're looking at the Angolo group, my guest, Kukuda Kankra, walking us through the history of the Angola group. So you've spoken about the, uh, what do you call it, Sri, and then you've spoken about when you're being an elder, you've spoken also about Agokoli and Noti. So you still haven't told us the separation in terms of the various groups, but let, let's continue. So after this, um, Sri was uh, given this stool, the Tikpe, as you call it, what happened? How did they eventually come to where they lived? in the southern part of the Volta region now. Very good. So this enmity cause, uh, that uh, arise between the original inhabitants and the uh, brothers that have joined them, the Dubiahu, will escalate into such a stage that there was a time, there was a cause of death, which was apparently committed by the Dubiahu. 
but they made it look like one of the original inhabitants caused it. And this death, apparently, when Agokoli find out, he started to punish the airway. And that is why they say the wicked Agokoli. So he made them build even some of the houses with thorns. That is testers in it. And the people were being punished. So the hunter warriors among them, including um, Chachu Adalaja, uh, Amesimeku Atoglo, Apromeda, Sri, and then one uh, Charlie, mm -hmm. came together and they decided to explore the area in what is currently the southern, southwestern Ghana to look for a new place for their people so to So these are settle. hunters who were fed up with the Agokoli's punishment and decided to look for a new settlement. So yeah. you're talking of Chachua de la Jamesimeku, Atoglu, Akpolomadasiri, and Eche Chadia Chali. Chali. These are the four. These are the four. Wonderful. So they find this place in southeastern Ghana. What do they do next? So when they found all this area, they, have, they came and told uh, their elder, Wenya. So when they informed Wenya, the people decided to form a very complex uh, uh, strategy. And the strategy was that when they are moving, they will walk backwards with their legs showing as if they are, not they coming. are coming in. So while they were moving, they will be moving backwards with their back. And then their face will be showing no chi. So when you see the step, you think the people are coming So you think in. this is a path of somebody who came? Who came So in. you don't know that these guys Very had good. left. So this is how they moved out of Nochi. And when they were moving, they, they got separated into three. Okay. One group moved out to the northern part of what is today, northern Vortal region. David Domenov, Alavanyo, Ketu, Peki. So you're talking uh, about Peki, Peki Awudome, yeah. and also um, Alavanyo. Alavanyo area. That's then, the first group. Very good. Okay. And then another group also moved to the central, Adakru, Ho, and the Abutia. Abutia and those areas. Okay. They also went there. Mm -hmm. And then the other group take southwestern path, trajectory. And they were led by Wenya and Sri. So these two groups, when they were coming, Wenya was so old that he was carried by two twins, okay, Echo Achu and then Eche Bajo, uh, Baje. The two of them carried the old man. Mm -hmm. And they moved all the way till they reached the southern, uh, the northern shore of uh, the Ketal Lagoon at a place they called Evetoku, mm -hmm. which is now Atiteti, near Apipe. So that is where <laughs> Atiteti, near Apipe. Uh -huh. <laughs> you are surprised I'm saying it right. Yeah. No, 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 you're not saying it right. It's Apipe. Uh -huh. It's like you're whistling. <laughs> it's not a people. That one, you need some sort of okro to help. Yeah. So you're talking of the southern group. So Keta, Tegbi, Way, and that group. So you have the northern part, which is the Peki yeah. and Hohwe. Yeah. Then you have the middle part, Ho. And then yeah. the southern part, Tegbi, Ho, uh, Hohwe. Sorry, Tegbi, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Angloga and mm -hmm. Way mm -hmm. on the shore. Yeah. So this is the group which was led by Wenya. Wenya and Sri. Wonderful. So when they reach there, then the old man, when and his people take the southwest move, passing through the creek, all the way moving until they hit the shore. And when they hit the shore, the old man exclaimed, I have now seen the sand. Mm -hmm. Which in a way, if you can help me with the translation of the, mm -hmm. uh, the, then the place was named Keji. Mm -hmm. That is the place where... So it says we have ar arrived at the Samido Keji, mm -hmm. we have arrived on top, we have arrived where the sun, sun is, is so, Keji. so that's Keji. Yes, yeah, so that's the first place he settled. Okay. When they settled there for some time, 
Then he saw the beautiful nature of the beach. Mm -hmm. And then they saw a sandbar, mm -hmm. which is in between the Atlantic Ocean and the, the Qatar Lagoon. Okay. So they decided to move further west. Mm -hmm. So in their movement, they went and see a beautiful picturesque area, which uh, the old man loved it. And he said that now he has seen the top of the sandbar. Meg, me, he said, me, so the first one says, Me look at the we've reached sand. So that's Keji. Keji. And then he says, I've now seen the head of the sand. sand. That's Keta. Yes. So okay. when he reached there, that is how the Keta name mm -hmm. came about. Okay. And from there, he moved on. After some time, he moved on. Then he found Wei, Tobi, until he reached uh, Aunon. Oh, then he said, Melon. The old man protested. Melon. Melon. Which so means I, he has coiled. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. So it's an expression. I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm reclining or I'm yeah. coiling. So that's how the Anglo name came. Came about. Okay. And that place, the I big see. one that developed became Angloga, which is the, uh, that is the big The Anglo. main Anglo. Uh -huh. And then became the head of the, the, the community. So whilst there, mm -hmm. we can say the, uh, from there to immediately after his own, mm -hmm. Sinui and his group also make move mm -hmm. from where they were from the north mm -hmm. and they also move all the way until they reach koji mm -hmm. which is the first town that sri also founded mm -hmm. and then from there he went on to go and found fiaho mm -hmm. which is the chief's heart so whilst at these places when he invited his nephew to come to Anwaga, and then he came and settled with him mm -hmm. so that is why when we talk about the proper Anwaga, that is Anwaga Aku Aku, we are talking about Aku -aku. Koji, mm -hmm. Tebui, mm -hmm. Wei, Keta, and Angloga. And Angloga. Those are the five major so that's the core Anglo, core Anglo group. Keta, Tebui, Wei, Koji, Koji, and Angloga. And Angloga. Five of them. I see. So and they are on the same line, actually. Yeah, they are on the same line. So when they arrived, they then discovered that they have left the Chipe uh, stool back in. Um, Noche. So they decided that they're supposed to go back. Mm -hmm. But Adelaide's son, mm -hmm. okay, who is a, a free Abeve, mm -hmm. who instead of leading to go back and go and take the stool, refused to go. Mm -hmm. So as a result, a committee was formed to come together to go back to Agokoli's place to go and pick the stool. Mm -hmm. Because when they arrived, the land itself, does not have a lot of resources. More so, when they were farming, there was no rain. The rains were also not available. So they have this tool that have rain-making prowess. So it then dawned on them that their survival is also hinged on the availability mm -hmm. of that tool. Mm -hmm. So for this reason, this meeting was called. Mm -hmm. And when it was called, two hunter-warriors emerged. Mm -hmm. And then Chachu Adalaja. So these two decided to go. At that time, the Wenya and Sri's uh, clan were Ajovia clan, mm -hmm. who originally were uh, ruling. But um, the new guy, Adalaja, who was also the hunter warrior with Amesime crew, um, uh, Adalaja's clan was Bate. The Bate clan. The Bate yes. clan. Mm -hmm. And then Amesime crew's clan was uh, Like. Uh, Clan, the Liker clan, the Liker clan. Mm -hmm. So the two of them decided to go to uh, Nochie mm -hmm. to go and bring the the stool. Mm -hmm. When they went back, uh, Agokoli told them that Sri 
was a very stubborn person mm -hmm. who has moved away from him unceremoniously. So he need the head of Siri before he would give, give them, them the back stool. the stool. Mm -hmm. So when they were told, they came back mm -hmm. and then they put the issue of uh, Agokoli's demand. But then when they, they realized that um, Siri suffered from uh, yaws, some sickness, that has made the hand yellowish. So they saw that among them, one person called Foley. Foley? Who, yes, who is a member of uh, Gamale. Gamale's uh, Lefemme clan mm -hmm. or so mm -hmm. had that ailment too. So they decided, unbeknownst to uh, Foley, they took him along. And when on the verge of getting to Noche, they killed him. And Amesimeku Atoguru killed him. And then they chopped off his hand. And when they went to... And uh, they misrepresented that to be the body of... Of, of strength. So when they went back to uh, Nochie, they showed it. And then he said, where is the body? He said, no, he's too old. So this to, is a, this a piece is a of it. piece of him. And then he agreed he agreed upon that and then they brought so he gave the stool to the stool at the ledger mm -hmm. but because of in chieftaincy in uh, african society a person who ought to be a member of it you are not to be seen with too much blood or negative uh sorrow of um what we call malignant spirits following you because because i'm atoglu killed the killed fully mm -hmm. he was not added to the line so uh chachu adalaja who helped to bring the stool when sri was dying he added him as part of the rulers mm -hmm. and that is why our land had these two major ruling houses that is the ajovia and the bate clan wow so this is how we got the main ruling clans within the anglo group i see um that's quite fascinating. I'm sure there are other things we can talk about, but for today's episode, we can end it here. On another episode, we'll talk about one of the historical landmarks within the Angola area, which is Port Prisenstein. And I'm sure you can then fill in some of the gaps around the Angola and Keta, how initially they were not on the same terms before they came together. So thank you, Kukuda Pankra. There's a very short uh, history of the Angola. Uh, we'll continue the discussion on a different program where we would use a landmark to bring you some insightful discussions. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been the Honor series on the Heritage Month. Thank you. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Oh, oh, oh. That was Kwekuda Kwankra chatting with Bernard Avlon.
some aspects of you know, the Volta region, some towns, a bit of history. All of that part of our Heritage Month on City 97.3 FM and on City TV. We'll be back with more tomorrow on the City Breakfast Show. That's how we wrap it up. The show was hosted by Bernard Avle. And I was here with him, Richard Alaska and Godfrey Akutu Boafu were here as well. The show produced by Fred Jabano. Go.